Hey guys, welcome back to Beer Buddies. We got Miles back on the podcast this time around. Say hi, Miles. Hello. Uh, this time we plan on having Miles on the podcast, but we actually talk about beer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I'll, yes, I'll try not to hold yes. us back from that. So today we're talking about styles and sort of the uh, gold standard of those styles and comparing and contrasting uh, sort of what those differences look like. So. Uh, if we were to talk about like the standard blonde ale, like what most people think the standard is versus what your favorite blonde ale is, and kind of seeing if there's any merit to what these staples are in the standards, and if like I don't know, kind of comparing and contrasting those two lists, and then also we're drinking some beer from Beer Week and talking about some of that stuff too. Yeah, um, so we're exactly. starting. Off with Saturday Stroll. It's a blueberry saison, double dry hopped with mosaic uh, from Track Seven. Um, one of my low key favorite beer releases. Really? Um, this will be my first time trying it. So. Um, Track Seven did a pretty good job with their releases. Actually, yeah. they were um, they weren't as present this year, which kind of disappointed me. But but yeah. what they did release? Was... They released four oh. cans. Oh, All yeah. four were great. Good. Oh yeah. Um. Two on a Saturday, and then t- next week on the following weekend, two more on that on a Saturday. So mm-hmm. two two different can releases with two cans each. Did a pretty good job. Um, so cheers. Put your phone down, douchebag. We're on a podcast. Hey, sorry. Um, and you have to drink, otherwise bad luck. You've had saisons before, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've had yeah, like three or four. Not, I haven't had very many, but <clears throat> they're not too common. You see them pop up at stores here and there. I, th- I thought the point of Saison, though, was to not have a staple. Like, it's kind of everybody's bathtub beer, like, the original <clears throat> recipe, anyway. Like, whatever you got. It's like of... the original homebrew type of Right, right. Yeah, but, but they... there's, there's like, a multi-base that yes, they all yes. stick to, so... I was so just going to hit that. Like, they all have a... Like, their, the malt there's... profile is definitely more palatable than most beers. Then, yeah. Well, not most, but you know what I mean. There's an interesting spice... Uh, something like they should be like spicy songs, and citrusy yeah. something they should be like fruity like there's some herbal characteristics and the extra part of the tasting notes is kind of where a lot of that nuance um really comes mm-hmm. in with this beer well <clears throat> it's kind of a almost earthy so i think it's funny we're talking about uh the pinnacle styles and mm-hmm. we're starting off with the beer that you can't even peg right right uh, right that's good. Though. Yeah. That's good. That's so let's, let's just go down. Like, so Miles, if someone were to say, "Hey, what is the like the most iconic Blondale, or like the Blondale that to, to end all Blondales?" If you I will. think it varies region to region, but I think mm-hmm. in our region, I think most people would go to 805. Yep, 805 was what I said. I think yeah, that's kind of where I'm at yeah. too. Well, I mean, I mean. And as much as I'd agree with you, a lot of this is going to be region to region. Um, some of my answers moving forward are going to be based on like, so when I go, to, when I've been traveling a lot in the last couple of years, mm-hmm. when I have a layover, I actually don't sit at the gate. I walk around to all the restaurants and just ask them super, what they have on tap. Local tabs. That's yeah. a, nah. um, so, That's so nice. just to clarify though, are we talking about uh, our favorites in each style or what we think makes it? you know, particularly special in that style, or are we talking about, like, the, if someone the, handed you a beer without a label on it, and you tried it, and you say, okay, that is a brown ale. Uh, I'm just talking about generally, so if... If it, you had to pick one beer that 
symbolize its category, what would you pick? Okay. And, and, yeah, so yeah, 805 yeah. is kind of like okay. the iconic like, blonde ale. Like, yeah. A blonde ale that yeah. typifies a blonde ale. In our region, you'd probably pick 805. Whereas like yeah. my my favorite blonde ale is Beeline from Track 7. That's I, my favorite too. Yeah. Um, but I know if I was trying to describe blonde ales to somebody, I would use 805. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, New Glories drops some blondes. Uh, the Strawberry Blonde from Out of Bounds is super fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's Yeah, but definitely, uh, to go with the, the theme, is definitely not a typical blonde ale. Right. No. So, But a very good one. And, I mean, if you, like, as much as that Strawberry Blonde to us isn't really that, it's not out there, right? It's not. No, yeah. no but. But if, to if the average drink, person right. would be like, oh, because I remember when I first got into, like, into Out of Bounds and found out that they did that. I thought that was the coolest thing. The mm-hmm. first thing I did when they opened was go pick up a crowler of that. That was like unbelievably awesome to me. And now that I'm further down that rabbit hole, it's like I well, I mean, it's good, it's cool, and it's I good, love it. But, but it's not, it's not, it's not nearly <laughs> as cool as I thought it was at first. Well, the blonde ale that I've been waiting to bring up here is the one that you and I actually had last year. I've been keeping my eyes open for it. I haven't seen it again. Uh, it was some sort of honeycomb blonde ale from SoCal. It was good. It tasted like you, you talked about that. Drinking. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was like a blonde ale that when once you crack the can open, you just started smelling honey. Like you mm. could just smell it. Like it was. I like. It was delicious. It was amazing. Uh, that store that's down the street here that we go to all the time. I remember going there after you and I tried one of those cans. And I went and bought them out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I don't do that very often. That was good. Well, even. Uh, track seven just dropped that Nuck and Futs blonde. That's mm. dope. It's a peanut butter blonde. I have not had that. I need to try that. Um, is that a blonde? I thought it was a. Um, it says golden ale. I golden think. Golden stout or something. No, it's not a golden ale? stout. I think I'm almost positive mm. it's a blonde. Um, Belgian Beaver had a P a PB and J blonde for a minute. Yeah. I, I heard yeah. about it again. I didn't try that. That one was okay. It's fine. Okay. Like you're not missing a um, ton. But I'm being a very stereotypical IPA. So guy. then, mm. <laughs> but all of our favorite, or all of our favorite Blondales really deviate from like the traditional Blondale style. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, what why do you think that is? Like, is there like? I think the atypical style of any beer gets boring, and you want to try different stuff, and you kind of latch onto different but good. And when you find that one that's enough different and enough good, that just kind of becomes your favorite. Whether or not it's the best beer is arguable, but if it's your favorite, you can't sure. argue with opinion. Yeah. So let's let's move then. Let's talk about like an amber ale. Chris, I'll throw this one to you. What would be like the most iconic amber ale? Uh, I'm gonna throw in uh, a wrench here. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm gonna say uh, Yingling's uh, Amber Lager. It's not it's not an ale. It's a lager, but it's a really mild lager. <laughs> Miles' yeah. face. Miles thinks you're dumb. Well, <laughs> that's no amber, Okay, amber ready? Ale. Ready? This is what we call checkmate. Mm. Fat Tire is the staple yes. Amber Ale. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ah, fat Tire. It's not is... good, but it's a staple. Has, has Jordan ever told you what I said about uh, New Belgium? No, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna. Chris thinks New Belgium's the one brewery that could disappear and no one will give a fuck. Yeah, no one will miss it. No one might yeah, even Voodoo notice. Ranger's not that great. What they make a ton of beer, but do you know what they make? Yeah, I've had a few of their beers. I don't. Okay, name I don't, five. I don't. I can name yeah. three. But I don't want to. <laughs> That's what we're saying. Like, like no one's And we're, gonna, we're that way too. And I don't want to. Uh, okay, I 
I have enjoyed a lot of the beer that I've had from New Belgium, but I wouldn't put them in the top five in any of the beers I've had from them. Top ten. No, but I think Fat Tire, like, if we're being Uh, objective, like... No, because I'll tell you what, I haven't been to a hipster party that didn't have Fat Tire, so... Yeah. Oh, uh, And people think it's, like, the shit. And Alley Cash... When you're getting into craft beer and like different types of beer and you want to try that's not oh, a sorry. bad one to oh you almost i almost punched I, you okay. I, I if you can't spilled this i would have it's, it's not a bad i'm small fat as I tire fat tire isn't a bad door opener into the world of hey ambers and there's these and they, like oh. new belgium eh, i kind of put them in the same class as lagunitas it's like, it, I, it, I it think lagunitas is better it's better Oh, Lagunitas is better, but I put yeah. them in the same class. Sh- okay, sure. Oh, wait. Like we're not the, talking the, about... the, the foot in the door to what beers can offer you yeah. type of a brewery. Okay. So I think Alley Cat, Chris, you brought up Alley Cat. I think. Not very many people have had Alley Cat or even know what it is. By Lost Coast. Like, yeah. I think that's. It's a good um, amber. That's another step up, but also in that same. Yeah, it's an amber, but it's it's a better amber, but it's. So. Uh, what I, about, I, like... I, I actually like Fat Tire. I, I actually enjoy that beer. So, like, Track 7 has an amber. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've had it. Daylight. It's in tall bottles. Daylight Amber Ale. Mm-hmm. I, I have think, had it. I, I think that's it. fine. But what's interesting is I think I would rather have Alley Cat. Really? From, really? Lost, from, from Lost Coast. I would rather have the Alley Cat Amber than wow. Track 7 Daylight. I've had Alley Cat, but In Track 7 Daylight's good. Like, I'm not hating on the Track 7 release, but... You just think Alley Cat's better. I think Alley Cat's mm-hmm. better, which is funny. And I think Alley Cat's closer to Fat Tire than it is to Daylight. You know what I mean? I think yeah. Alley Cat is more of that... Well, I'm Fat a, Tire's got a little flavor to it. I think uh, Daylight is really mild, really so mellow. Can can any either of you name like an amber ale? So when we did blondes, mm-hmm. we were talking about how the blondes we liked were more experimental, right? Mm-hmm. Those beers do shit our other beers I, at home I won't do. I don't and, have. Uh, I don't have that yeah. for amber. I Me don't. either. Nothing. Which because I, I don't think it's getting brewed. No. No one. No one really cares about ambers. I think I, I think it's a category cares. that could do well if they experiment with it. Well, because I but, I don't I haven't had an amber that I've like really disliked. I've but I a, think it happens more with lagers. So because yeah, once yeah. you do lagers that are that amber color with that flavor profile, yeah. then you open up a whole lot of like German beers. Sure. Yeah. That are more like especially in October, like that's where you really start to see a lot of those styles come out. Right. So I think amber ale is like yeah, it's one of those things where like there's not much to do with it, so breweries just don't. Same thing with like Hef, which is my next style. What is like the pinnacle of Hef? Uh, Widmer. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm even gonna like I'll 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 you know show Blue Moon some love because when people can't it's find Hef. Widmer though, well technically Widmer. not. But it's not. I thought it was. It's a Belgian wheat ale. Oh. Which it's it's. It's pretty damn. It's pretty close damn close. To a Hef, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I think least. Widmer's Hef is like your. This, if you want to describe half to somebody, oh, Widmer half. Oh, yeah, that's half of Eisen. Yeah, okay. So is the orange uh, something that halves traditionally have? Because I'm not sure about this. A lot of halves that I've seen are like citrus or The orange, orange. is not a typical half. Okay. It's not, it's, it, that's like an additive for the okay. tasting is there, There's a half from the East Coast that I really like called Oberon. That's like if Blue Moon was made a little bit more, with more love. Um, it's also made a little bit with orange, and so it's served back east with the orange slice in the glass as well. It's pretty good. Um, again, <clears throat> uh, wheat ales, we're going to start seeing a lot of the hefts and wheat ales uh, be more experimental. As you had one when you were in Miami, right? That was pretty killer. I had a coconut pineapple hef. Yeah, Interesting. that sounds pretty I'd amazing. I'd like to try uh, that. Pizza Port has the flying Hawaiian, which the is Hawaiian a pineapple hef. Yeah, well, oh, oh, um, Aloha. 
Is that a half? That's, I don't know. That's Loomis Basin. I don't know. I don't know. I've had it a couple times. I keep forgetting to check if it's a half or not, but it's a pineapple type honey something, whatever. It's It's good. It's good. Aloha's really good. It's pretty good. I don't know if, I don't have a favorite half. No, and I think that falls a lot into the amber thing. Like, like you know, there's you, not a ton of there's more breweries doing half than there are amber ales. But still, I mean, it's still, not it's, it's not an IPA. It's not a stout. It's yeah, not right. Right. Um. Yeah. So okay. And so we're with even with this one, mm. we're still a little bit more consistent with our we we prefer something that's a little bit more experimental, which I think will be where we go mm. down the line. I have one to throw in. What? Keller Vice. Concerned about it. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. rather have Woodmere. Really? Same. Okay. Um, um, I, honestly, I... I don't... I mean, I'm not I even enjoy, huge, I enjoy Woodmere. I, I probably it. like Blue Moon more than I like Woodmere, but they're both fine. I don't I, really care. I, I don't know if I've had Woodmere. Blue Moon was like... Okay, I started drinking beer Splash because... Slash it was the OJ, Man Mosa. Okay. Right? Oh, Chicken yes. Man Mosa. The Man Mosa. Okay, I started drinking beer just because I played beer pong, and that's... It was Coors Light, Natty, mm-hmm. Keystone. Like it was trash, right? Ew. Just yeah. garbage beer. And that's that's how I started drinking beer. So the first beer that I tasted that wasn't absolute butthole was Blue Moon. Uh, and yeah. so I ran it through the ground. I won't touch Blue Moon anymore. <laughs> mm. I ran that beer through the ground. For like a solid year, all I drank. Like Blue Moon. Just all the fucking time, unless I was playing beer pong. It was even sometimes then was Blue Moon. So I ran that shit to the ground. I can't touch it anymore. It's just like, it's got this nostalgic of uh-huh. way too fucking much, get this shit out of your mouth memory. Mm. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I don't I don't think it's a bad beer. I just cannot drink it. So let's let's move to, uh, now that we're, we're I'm still going to, we're going to have two more of these like basic styles that you can't really do anything with. Oh, I'm holding your hand. You're welcome. Aww. Um, let's, <laughs> let's talk about Pilsner. Oh, what is this? Damn Sta- good Pilsner. Sorry, what's this, that's my what's, favorite. What's, what's the staple though? What's the no. staple? Uh, I don't mm. want to say it out loud. Why not? <laughs> I'll, fine, I'll fall on the sword first. I think it's Budweiser. It what? is. Me too. Yep. I just don't want to say that name say, here on the podcast. Uh, second would be uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Might be a, a Pilsner because on the East Coast they, versus West Coast, you can get this argument where some people drink Coors, some people drink Budweiser, whatever. But they all drink Pabst, you know. So it's I still like, think the the Pilsner staple got to be Budweiser, even though it's well, they're king of beer smalls. That's that makes sense. No, they're fucking not. So self-titled doesn't mean shit, all right. So I think we're all gonna say well, like if I said what's your favorite Pilsner, we're we're all gonna say Fort Rock damn, damn good, good Pilsner. Pilsner. It's Col- no. Oh, oh, it's called the Folsom damn good Pilsner, and I keep mispronouncing it. Have you guys noticed that? It's not called Fort Rock Damn Good. It's Fort Rock Folsom Damn Good Pilsner. I always thought it was yep. just Damn Good Pilsner. Because Folsom's really small. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> the name. Okay. Okay, but so what do you guys think the difference is between Damn Good Pilsner and Budweiser? I'm gonna say it's the quality of the the grain. Everything like it's quality not masked. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, they don't mass produce it. Right. I, I think mass. Maybe when Budweiser was just in somebody's garage, it was probably pretty good. Yeah. And then when you start mass harvesting, you you know, there's no quality control in that big. Well, so I'll even disagree with that. Okay. I think 
Well, because you're you're on the right track, but I think where the difference is like Budweiser like specifically uses like fillers like in the grain. Oh, they use, they use yeah. like rice and corn instead of right. full harvested right. grain. Right, because it's all and about they, this. Uh, yes, and not about where, the love like, of the beer. Miles like, just did a symbol is... for money in his hand. Okay, for all you listeners out there, that's that can't see. sorry. Um, <laughs> we need a video. But I think, and the only reason I bring that up is because when Chris and I do like the tour of Sierra Nevada, quality control is actually the perk to going to a bigger facility like that. So if Budweiser, if, okay. So if Sierra Nevada has greater, you know, greater it's on control. on purpose reduced quality for money purposes. Right. That's what I think. Okay. Um, and they also use the beech wood in their um, their fermentation process to help speed up the fermentation. Oh. Which, yeah, that helps with the, the fermentation part, but it's interesting. Budweiser does. Yeah. Okay. So when you have a grain filler and you speed up the production the natural, time yeah. yeah so just, i still think it'd be cool flavors. to tour their brewery just chris, chris free. Cool. just i know like, I, I, you just, get two free beers and they make you watch a video and it makes you like budweiser for the rest of your life i never liked it until i went to the tour and now i think budweiser's awesome so i enjoy budweiser i'm yeah. not gonna hate yeah it's it, it doesn't I, it, tastes it doesn't make it to the fridge no. but i if someone if that's all they have if it's at a party i'll drink it and i yeah. won't hate it but I'm, I'm gonna put it in a glass and people think i'm weird i have to put i can't i, I can't put i can't I, there are like two or three beers i can do out of the bottle or can <clears throat> pbr and pbr is one of them yeah yep. but <laughs> i can't no I, it has to be in, it, or i can't uh, i can't I, it has to be in a glass it, honestly with pbr it's like tastes better out of the can it's just more redneck yeah it's, <laughs> it's more authentic uh, yeah Exactly. Not That's how it was meant to be drank. Yep. So let's let's move to red ales. What do we think the staple Ooh. red ales is? Mm. I don't know. Killian's might be up there. A Killian's bit. red might yeah. be the one that everyone knows. It might be the staple. Jeremiah Red oh, from BJ's. Yeah. That one's a good red. I and I think I'm a, I have a bold pick. Oh 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 oh. I have a question. This might be... Uh, we have to go back to this. Is this red, is really good, by the way. Is red trolley an amber or a red ale? Oh, it's a red ale. There you go. There red we trolley. go. Carl Strauss red trolley. That's a good one. That might be more iconic than Killings. I think so? I think yeah. Killings is bigger. More well, I think but... I think BJ's is bigger than Carl Strauss. Uh, yeah, they are. They are. Well, but... that's why like my favorite red ale, if you're asking me, mm-hmm. is actually Red Trolley. It's very good. It's good. Chris I like and I were at the like Carl Strauss was our last stop. We had tasted seventy something beers at that point. Our palates were fried. Red Trolley was still good. Let's okay. Yeah. So we we seems to be these like malted styles where there isn't a ton of experimentation. Mm. We're not really like we're not deviating too far from the standards. Sure. Not really. Um, even though Chris always gives me a hard time because if there's a red ale on the board and we do a flight, I grab the red ale. Oh, he's all he's getting a red. He's getting on the, the flight, red. yeah, it's on the flight. I probably mm-hmm. won't do a pint of it, but I I'll... usually do it too. I just give Jordan a hard time. Uh, so I, I, I enjoy I red. enjoy red ales and amber ales a lot. It's yeah. just nobody does a lot with them. So my oh man, about. I forgot to talk. American River checks a lot of these boxes because American River's yeah, head was good. The American red River's was good. red was good. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had anything from American River. Snooze, you lose, bro. The one of the original head brewers from BJ's was the guy who opened oh. up. Yeah, BJ's. Yeah, BJ's original. Which is why, like, he did a lot of malted styles that were really dope because BJ's does yeah. that too. Um, so let's go to brown ales. I think brown mm. ales. There's a lot of discussion. Maybe I, I, I the staple. I already know. Newcastle. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite? For a while, it was Newcastle. Yeah. yeah same here. Downtown Brown. That's pretty got good. Some class. So yeah. downtown brown used to be my favorite. 
Yeah. And then I'm annoyed with it because I don't think it's brown enough to be a brown owl. Uh, I think yeah. it's pushing red. It kind of uh. is. Yeah, it's more um, it's more interesting. Like reds usually have a little bit more going on, like flavor wise than browns. Browns usually. The ones that I've had are more mellow, like chilled out. When the downtown brown has a lot of complexity and, for a brown. Yeah, and I'm yeah. gonna sh- another shout out to American River Coloma Brown. Coloma Brown was so good. Was that that okay, was my best? Okay, I, like, I actually had that. Um, Can we just talk about like American River for a while? Then is that what this podcast is uh, gonna be? Like, well, no. <laughs> I walked down memory lane with all the great beers. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's definitely so that. many. So to put Coloma Brown in perspective, we actually had Newcastle on draft at Red Robin. Our beer rep was late on a delivery. Three different times. And, and not talking like three different times he was supposed to deliver beer, he was late. We're talking the same keg that we were supposed to have had to push back the deadline three different times. My manager called the American River Brewery and was like, if you give me a keg of this right now, I will pull my Newcastle handle. There was a keg of Coloma Brown in Red Robin 30 minutes later. It takes 32 minutes to drive from <laughs> Col- <laughs> Where was American River Brewing at? Uh, Sunrise and 50? Sunrise and 50, kind of. Yeah. To, and the, to, to the Galleria. Yeah. It's a 32-minute drive. Homeboy loaded the keg and had it in the restaurants in 30. Even if he had gotten in the car right after that conversation, there's I, I don't know how he makes it. He I Dude, just like, bro just showed up. was like, nope, fuck you, Newcastle. This is yeah. my shit now. Mm-hmm. Um, when's the last time you had a Newcastle brown ale? I actually just had one a couple months ago. Mm. Oh, good for you. I was going to say, it's been a couple years for me. I I I was at the store, and I talked about this last time I was on the podcast, about how most of the time when I'm drinking beer, it's because I bought beer at the grocery store. There's never anything good. And I just saw it randomly sitting on the shelf. Where do you shop? Uh, Lately, Winco. Which, for a grocery store, has a decent selection. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say... Uh, Winco and Rayleigh's usually I feel pretty Rayleigh's good. has a great selection. Mm. Uh, they're, they're just, just expensive. expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not just the beer, everything in the store. Yep. Um, yeah. So you gotta pay for that union. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. Uh, all right, so let's go to Porter's. You know, American Rivers. Poor. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, no joke. In all seriousness, I think that, that you and I, Jordan, every beer that we ever tried from American River, we actually liked. I don't think we ever had a beer. Even their barley wine was good. Like, I've never had a beer from American River. Like, but also the thing with American River is you liked all the beers because they never took a risk. Everything was very, very in the box. And they they covered a really wide spread of types. Yeah. Like, different styles. They had, uh, they literally had, like, every every kind of style. Um, So, are we supposed to, yeah, uh, Porters. 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 That's where we're at. I'm I'm curious, Miles. What do you you think think the staple Porter is, Miles? Let's put Miles on the spot. I, I'm on. I'm trying. I'm racking my brain, and I can't. I can't oh, even give you. Oh, you do know. You do know. Can I you think. can you name a porter? <sighs> That's a messed up thing. He's he's on the podcast. He knows what porters do, are. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I think he's just shy. I'm, I'm no. I'm really trying to rack my brain to think. What of is like, Nuck and Futs by Track Seven, Jordan? That I'm, that's what I want to say because that's probably my favorite porter. But I don't think that's. The oh, I just need you to name ooh, one. Ooh, wait. Okay. Sorry. I'm like hello. It's not Earth to miles. Actually, the regular Nuck and Futs is an imperial porter, and the nitro uh-huh. is their porter. Oh, whatever. Well, still, and no longer in production. That's sad. Whatever's in the store is your last chance to buy oh. it. They're no longer making it. 
That's sad. Because the additives are too expensive, huh? and they don't want to deal with it anymore. Which is why they started doing the Blonde Ale, and their Dark Ailment Stout mm. is now their staple. They're just sliding okay. it into the lineup now. Okay. Um, Hopefully it's good. Haven't tried it yet. I'm right. not a big stout porter. Porter. Sorry. We get porter. I know, we but gotta, we got to talk about it. we got to talk about porters. We're getting off topic. That's fine. I'm not, Which I'm not, one, a, big, I'm not a big porter fan. I'm not. So, yeah. okay. Not, like, I, think, I think we're going to say the same thing. I think the absolute staple for a porter is Deschutes Blackview Porter. Yep. Fuck. Yep. Forgot about that beer. How it could is. you forget about Blackview Porter, Miles? It's good. It's a it's good, good beer. It's What's really interesting because we talked about stouts and porters, a lot of people get them confused, and they're really they're similar to most people if you don't know how to taste no, the difference. No, porters are way really better than stouts. No, no, no. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> if you like the way that the shoots makes the the obsidian stout and the Blackview Porter, you can try those side by side, and you can see the similarities and you can see the differences. And I, when I say see, I mean taste with your mouth. Different sense. Yeah. Um, hey. oh. <laughs> what are you guys doing? We're holding hands. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we'll oh, hold something jealous? else later. No. Mm. Um. Mm. Yeah. So. Uh, you put that ring back you... on there, son. <laughs> it's, it's on. Uh, you need to. Uh, you need to finish your beer, babysitter. We're we're talking. So uh, yeah. Uh, Blackbeard Port. You said you think that's the staple? Yeah, that's well, it. Change my mind. You can't even name one. So I mean, if you're even trying <laughs> to make a porter, I'm, I'd say like people should aim Honestly, to have a porter. Honestly, I'll like hear that arguments. One, so. I'm just telling think, you, you don't I, have I, one. I think I've had four porters in my entire life. And I'm not talking I mean, about Chris four and I have had a lot, Like I'm not even talking about four different porters. I'm, I think I've had four <laughs> like, porters. And like in three my of them are Blackview. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just. I'm not like I like Blackview and no, that's like I just. Sierra Nevada's porter's pretty good, too. Yeah, never had it. It's good. It's solid. Yeah. Uh, that tiramisu porter we had from Burning Barrel was Oh, dope. that was good. Yeah. So you're getting into that flavor profile that I kind of I think Flippin' Good is technically a porter. They call it an Imperial uh, Brown Ale. Yeah. But it's at 10%, so it's... It's a, probably close. Yeah, it just probably has a lighter malt, honestly. It'd be interesting to pour one side by side and see it. But yeah, know. I think Black Butte's... And Black Butte's my favorite. Yeah. Because I love me some Deschutes. That's good. Deschutes is good. So let's uh, let's move to stouts, and by the end of the stout conversation, that beer better be gone. It will be. Okay. I'll just pour it So on what's off. the staple stout? <laughs> um, How good's your memory? <laughs> is... <laughs> Guinness. Mm, that's it. That's nope. the staple. Oh. That's the staple. I disagree. It's okay. Great. Well, I can't even name another mainstream American stout. American River Stout. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I can't um, even name no. another mainstream stout. Obsidian Stout. The shoots. It's no, not a staple. I, everywhere. That's it's not everywhere. It's not staple. That's not like the no because black beets and black beet fresh beets are the flagship beers. If you take a random uh, person off the street and you say name a stout, they could probably only name Guinness. Yeah. That's that's the point we're making. It's the staple, not the best, not your favorite. The staple. Because I, be Guinness, Guinness is like the fucking uh, Coors Light of stouts. It is like, so yeah. light. Which I've heard from four people because I, where I work, I work with a lot of people from across the pond. They say if you go to there, it is a totally different beer. Yeah. And it's amazing. They pour it different over there too. Yeah. And it's terrible here. Mm. I hate Guinness with a bleeding passion. It's disgusting. Oh. I used to really like it, and now that I've gotten like really into stouts, I can't do it. I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, it's awful. Obsidian Stout is one of my favorites. Um, I've had Obsidian Stout. I didn't hate it, but I would honestly, I would 
It's good. Never buy it on purpose. No, it's good. <laughs> um, so what's what's your favorite stout then, Miles? I know you don't really drink stouts. <laughs> the stout I, that I, tastes I, like I an IPA. Yeah, there you go. Not <laughs> even like caramel super stout. It's that good. Was good. I, okay, yeah, that would have to be my From favorite. From out of bounds, like I'm just gonna give you your mm-hmm. answer, I guess. Uh, I, I, read from your I, key I card. I hate saying something. That, <laughs> I hate saying something's my favorite when I, I I liked it, but I didn't really enjoy it. So it's it's hard for me to say it's my favorite, but mm. I enjoyed it more than any other set I've ever had. So it has to be. Let's do no, so non-barrel aged. <sighs> because I know like 2016 Goose would be our favorite barrel aged. Yeah. That shit fucks my gut up. Uh, so non-barrel aged uh, stout, what's your favorite? No, he, he already went. It's your turn. Oh, my turn. Yeah, I was like me. I was like, uh, you're asking it's, the wrong guy. Yeah, it's obscene stout. Or wait, 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 wait. Caramel sweet stout barrel? It's not, is it? Uh, you brought barrel aged. What about yeah, okay. what about coffee stouts? Is that a different category? No, that same category. Okay, because I really liked. The Psychic Venom. Oh, oh, from, oh, oh. Uh, Sorry. I was going to say from, Infinite Void. New Glory has a coffee stout, don't they? Or had. New Glory, that's the one. It's uh, Psychic Venom. It's a, the really, really good coffee stout. I've had that one, and I Infinite didn't mind it. Infinite Void is pretty good for stouts. Uh, yeah, I... The regular one. So the, the barrel-aged Infinite Void is killer, but uh, on a, it would be a day-to-day thing, depending on if I, how I felt, if I wanted that coffee stout or... The regular Infinite Void. Well, like, Mala Blaster, to me, was, like, up there. That was pretty uh, good. Uh, I mean, once you start introducing pastry stouts, it's a little... Oh, yeah. It's, it's a different. Li- it's different, right. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't think there's a it's staple worked. pastry stout because there's... It's such it, a creative... Yeah. Well, it's a brand new style, yeah. really. Right. Um, my favorite stout is still Venus Venom from Track 7. Okay. Uh, they don't even make it anymore. Chris and I oh. had it one time at Track 7. It was the that first was time we really went. Good. And there are a few beers... And these are like some of my favorite beers of all time because normally when Chris and I go, I can't do like more than one pint of anything. I'm eager to try something else. Venus Venom was so good. I did four pints of just Venus Venom. It was a chocolate cherry stout that it's was good. bomb. Yeah. That uh, sounds like it would be. That sounds like I would actually enjoy it. Uh, let's grab next can. Any any preferences on the next can? Bring it on. Um, uh, how many of the. Uh... Uh, Nug and Fuss do you have left? I, I just want oh. to try that uh, Ceylon Silver Girl before we go. Yeah, Ooh, let's do that. that. Let's do that. We'll grab two cans of that and we'll, we'll, we'll pull okay. that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you didn't walk very far when I had it, did you? Put, yeah, put it in the kitchen. That's what I was just going to uh. say. The boy Kawhi. Oh. Dude's a robot. Why do you say that? <laughs> you ever heard him laugh? No. <laughs> you? Kawhi? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't even know that he's ever done that. You ha- you, you've never heard that during his interview? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. That was a big, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the Saturday stroll a little bit. Okay. Tell us about it, Mr. Miles. Um, I think we already hit the two things that I wanted to point is that you could definitely taste the spiciness to it not like temperature so spicy, do you think like a, do you think what do you think that's from before i lead you i don't like what do you think what do you how do you taste that not because i think you should have a right answer uh kind of like a sorry i'm concentrating 
as my wife would say, typical man can't do two things at once. Um, the spiciness, almost like an earthiness to it, so kind of like a mm-hmm. all spice maybe. Sure. So where do you think where do you think the beer gets that from? Uh, it'd be the grain probably, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you can. I mean, you're it's your time. You get to talk. I'm talking to um, the least knowledgeable out of the three, but no, I'm just interested. I mean, I think it's kind of it, cool. Okay. I think like when you episodes where you're on, I think you might be the most accessible person because okay. a lot of the people who yeah, listen yeah. are like, where are you at? They they drink beer a lot. They like beer a lot, and they just don't really know like the mechanics of it the way Chris and I do. And no, I think I, I, if I have to if I had to take a stab and guess at where that flavor comes from, I, I I'd have to guess the the grain is the only thing that makes sense. So to me, to me I could be totally wrong. Well, but... to me, it's the yeast. I, I mean, that's, okay. that's, well, that's my guess. And to that be honest, sense too. So, um, so he's partially right, though. Um, 100%. No, I, I think, it's, it's, and that's why when he's like, I, don't, I was like, Miles, you really. It is. It's, Funny enough, like the four main ingredients of beer are the hops, the grain, yeast, the grain, and, and the water. water. Mm-hmm. As long as you didn't say water, you were kind of correct because this is <laughs> because this is double dry hopped with mosaic. Yeah. Okay. So, so like, no matter what. You had a you had a case like that's why we were like I don't know I was like just pick one mm-hmm. it's safe. All right, so correct me if I'm wrong, but saisons have a little bit of wild yeast in them, don't they? Yeah. So the mash... I mean sometimes, but I mean I, this one used a, like a specific yeast. Okay, that because I was gonna say it it's, it brings out the, the little spice, little funk you're tasting, is like a wild little bit of a sour mash. Okay. Is. That's okay. A little bit. That's I, what I got I like, out of this I, one. I don't think I've had a saison that I didn't enjoy. Mm-hmm. I've I've liked all of them that I've had. Well, so they far. do that like malt profile that's mm-hmm. so accessible, but then they all have their own little spin on things to where mm-hmm. like, it's not that I don't I, I don't hate them and I don't necessarily love them either, but also like they're like red ales to me. If I see them on the board and I'm doing a flight, they're, they're probably it's probably gonna oh, be my flight. Sure. Oh, yeah. if I'm doing a flight and I see yep. saison, it's on the flight. Yep, absolutely. Uh, also sours, I'll try if it's if there's. A flight's worth of sours. My flight's gonna be sours. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, we should take you to Kilowatt then. I love sours, dude. I Kilowatt has the best sours I've ever had. I can get down with some sours right Same now. with Track 7. Chris and I were talking like any Track 7 sour I've ever had has never been bad. I've never had a bad Track 7 sour. Uh, no let's let's talk. Let's introduce this really quick. Miles, this is your beer. Go ahead and grab the can, read it, and talk it. Talk us through it. Okay, so where sale, is it from? Uh, this is from Crooked Lane. Oh, oh, surprise. Go ahead I mean, read the can. <laughs> sale on Silver Girl. It's a West Coast IPA. Um, I tried to look up hops and whatnot on this. I wish I could have gone to the brewery and talked to them about it because there's not a lot of info online about this beer. I just got it recommended to me. Um, it's their collaboration day brew with Pink mm-hmm. Boots Society. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, there's literally, it says, like, it's brewed with hops picked by Pink Boots Society. I was like, great, which hops? It, I couldn't find them. But Dope. It, yeah, <laughs> I was like. So we were talking about this last night actually. Jordan and I are snobby. They're so snobby that if we buy a pint can and it doesn't have like the ingredients on it, or if it doesn't have like the IBU and the malt color, uh, there's actually that color rating system for malt. Or if it doesn't have like you know, did the dry hop or whatever is it filtered? We get irritated. Yeah, like, like the, 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 the malt just, thing is like the lowest on that priority scale. But it's like if you can't make it hazy and you just can't like put three words on the can, you like you can't tell me what hops are in it, then I'm definitely most of the time I'm out. But somebody told me to try this and I try it and I'm honestly mm-hmm. I'm very disappointed in that person. <laughs> uh, cheers. 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 And then, oh, you're just gonna. 
Thanks, yeah. Well, you guys aren't holding hands anymore. Uh, You have have to drink or it's bad luck. Um, it's, it's okay. It's a West Coast IPA. That's, it doesn't taste very, well, a little bit. It's almost New Englandy, isn't it? A little earthy. Well, I was just say like more American. It's not really. It's uh, kind of earthy. West Coast. I don't taste citrusy. I don't get that grapefruit taste that you get with most West Coast shit. It's dry, but it's not very bitter. It's, it's not, not very citrusy. Ready? You're right. It's not very. Ready? It's not very good. Most disappointing Crooked Lane beer of all time. You get twenty percent left. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. Di- I'm disappointed. Yeah, it's not very good. Well, that's what we started off with tonight is uh, that half and half with that Mind Shaker vanilla. Mm-hmm. What do you think? One, which one was better, Crooked Lane or Mind Shaker? Oh, this. Yeah. That vanilla Mind Shaker doesn't do much. I didn't have this without the key lime. Smell. Okay, it's just smell. that. That's it. Yeah, it doesn't really exactly. Do anything. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a double IPA, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. You could probably taste some. There's a little bit left in the can, but. I'm good. Yeah. I mean, so I'm not, when, <laughs> we, backwash, when we're done, we'll do our, our typical rating. Yeah. yeah. We'll rate the cans. But I'm going to leave those two out of it because we didn't drink those yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, like every brewery I think that you and I go to, every once in a while has a beer like this where they just... Unfortunately, this one was for a good cause and a special edition, so I, I feel bad saying it's kind of meh. But, Maybe that's why it's kind of meh. Maybe they just did it to do it. Yeah. That's, well, that's what Chris and I think, yeah. that sometimes these cam releases are within... Like, the context of whatever else the brewer, the brewery is already doing. So, like, we had, like, a IPA from Claimstake that we didn't really like, mm-hmm. but we knew Claimstake's board at the time that can was released, and it was a nice addition to the board. It really rounded out the selection. Are you talking about the Noble Oil? No, it's the one... Because uh, the Noble Oil was... I was... I guess I, I hyped myself up about that one. Uh, something American. I forget what it was called. Something American. Uh, uh, not as blank American. It's two words. Mm-hmm. The first word I can't remember, <laughs> and the second one was American. Blank America. Uh, yeah, this the episode. It's one of the episodes that we. It's the impromptu one that we okay. recorded. That's uh, we talked gonna about. Be dropping soon, hopefully. Yeah. If I can crawl. Yeah, up Chris and I. We were talking about beer, and what we started talking about was podcast worthy. So we just like literally flipped on the recorder. Like, hey, we weren't planning on doing an episode, but here we are. What's well, An hour and, and a half. half. And still hasn't been released. No. No. Um, you can help me with my homework, Miles. You want to help me with mine? I, I can do the podcast. So let's. Since you like I, doing I, homework. Can, I can fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to Let's go to Paleo. Oh, we have, yeah, oh. that's right. We haven't gone to the hoppy side yet. We had all let's go to Paleo. Paleo. I'm home. <laughs> we're gonna skip. We're gonna uh. skip regular IPA and we're gonna skip hazy. We're gonna go pale ale, double IPA, triple. And we're gonna eat. skip regular IPA. Four. We're gonna come back to it at the end. Oh, okay. So pale ale is where we're at now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're asking for staple because yeah. it's easy. Yeah. It's Sierra yep. Nevada. Yeah. No matter where you are. No matter where you are. Yeah. This yep. is the second easiest one to me because Guinness was the most. It was okay. the easy. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Mm. I don't know. Sierra Nevada might be easier. Yeah. <laughs> did you say name a stout? People go. Ooh. Ooh. People say name a pale. Sierra Nevada. Bonus rounds. Name a pale lager. That's a staple. I can't. Jordan, you've had one. I mean, I tricked you into having one a while back. Regular course. Or... No, that's Rolling Rock. Rolling um, Rock extra pale lager. Disgusting. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's basically a pilsner. You're a, ter- you're a terrible friend. You trick him into having. I told him about some awesome craft beer that I found, and then he tried it, and he's like, "Ugh, oh, that's not that great, man." <laughs> What'd like, you say about I, it? You're and like, then I tried oh. it, and I looked at, it, I was like, 
do you actually really like this? He's like, no, it's shitty beer. Okay, good. We can, we can still be friends. Yeah. I had to. I had to. I uh, you're not... a terrible friend. <laughs> because I drank it. I was like super. I cracked it open. I poured it, and I was super excited to drink it. Yeah. And I tasted it. I was like, motherfucker, this is like this is Coors Light. Did you? But like, do you guys remember that prank that Rolling Rock pulled quite like almost ten years no. ago? They uh, did this whole advertising campaign that they were gonna blast their ad on the moon. You don't remember I that remember at all? I remember hearing about. It. I never saw the ad or. Well, they never did it. It was like this big prank, like, oh, check the moon on this date for the rolling rock. Like, and it was just, it would, it went everywhere. Like, you couldn't, like, go anywhere without seeing something about it. It was fucking brilliant advertising, but they still suck. So are you saying by drinking Jordan, I also gave him the essence of rolling rock? By jerking Jordan? Tricking Jordan. Tricking. What? Okay. It came out jerking. Yeah, oh. it did come out. No. <laughs> Interesting. No, it's okay. not my job. Or Drinking. Drinking? Maybe you said... I heard maybe drinking. I said tricking. I know. Well, whatever. But I was also... All right, so let's go back to the pale ale, because pale lagers are stupid. Yes, pale ale, Sierra Nevada is definitely your staple. (laughs) Jesus. Um... So what's another pale ale, Miles? Mirror Pond is a good one. Uh, that's... Oh, that's a good pull. Mirror Pond, uh, from, uh, Deschutes. Mm -hmm. I enjoy Sierra Nevada better. Yeah. yeah. But Mirror Pond's a good pale ale. What, what just came out, uh... Two months. We actually went and had it for my birthday. Well, I, I know. I'm going to let you say it, though. What is it? Do you know what came back? What? Monkey Knife Fight is back oh, for sale. That's right. I saw it in the grocery store the other day, and I got very excited. Monkey Knife Fight. I haven't had it in so long. Oh, it's still just as good as it ever was. Yeah? Same recipe. Oh, it's good. All right. I need it in my life. Yeah. I saw it at Rayleigh's. Like making a trip for Rayleigh's, yeah. <laughs> and that's, I think, like... Where we live, I think mm-hmm. people would tell you that that's probably the best pale ale, people who know the beer scene. But, oh, it some is. Nice but good. like, Sierra Nevada is just the... It's it's good. I would never turn down a Sierra Nevada. It's no. good. No, I'm good. Like, if people, like... I'll, if people, I'll go buy... Like, I, I have a hard time drinking a 12-pack of the same beer. I will if it's Sierra Nevada pale ale. Yeah. 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 I, I, I would agree with that. Um... The, it's kind of it's kind of outside the box, but Gummy Worms Chewy Pale Ale from New Glory. Yeah, it's, it's like an unfiltered really pale ale. Because yeah. it's really good. Because it's hazy. Yeah. It's, hazy, it's a hazy really pale ale, good. so it's its own thing. But it's really good. So let's let's yeah. move past IPAs and hazies. Let's because we're gonna come back to that. That that is the uh, that's the hardest one to pin down. Yeah. So we're gonna do let's we're gonna go to double IPAs. Can you think of a standard staple. standard staple double IPA? Oh, double IPA. Oh. In our area, I I can't tell. Mm, I, I I don't know I a single one. person who's into the berry scene that doesn't know about blackberry juice. Nope, no, nope, nope. Yeah, but you you had a chance, Miles. I'm gonna say right. I think you blew it. What is what is the double IPA? If you ask anyone oh. who's any kind of a beer douchebag, God damn it. What is it? I don't want to give them credit. Give them credit. Whatever. Hotologist. No. Oh, that's a triple? Pliny. Pliny. Oh, God. That's even worse. <laughs> no, Pliny, Pliny <laughs> was the I love OG. it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. The IPA guy is like, no, there's no staple. Oh, fuck. I hate the staple. The staple is... <laughs> yeah. Pliny that's, the Elder. That's even staple worse. double IPA. I forgot. I, I purged uh, that beer from staple. my memory. And it's that's a regional garbage. staple because I don't think there's a national staple. No, no. Russian River doesn't distribute nationally. No. But uh, Neither does Knee Deep. Do they? I don't think they're no. just West Coast. Farther. 
They're in fucking uh, so Utah. Cal. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're they're Russian River's not Russian River's like California, Nevada. But Pliny, yeah. Pliny Utah. is the Utah, staple Oregon. double IPA. It is. Yeah. God damn it, that sucks. Cause that thing is that. When I first started getting into IPAs, like I hunted it down. I was like, oh, I can't find this anywhere. And I found yeah. like the one liquor store that had it. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, and I tried it, and I was like, this is so good. And, like two months later, I tried it again. This is fucking trash. <laughs> like what the hell was I thinking? That beer sucks. It's extremely overrated. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Because of how hyped up it is, is why it sucks. It's actually not. It's not a ter- a bad beer. It's not terrible. Dude, but I wish you it's like not you good. should be on the sack beer enthusiast page just to see like every oh, third post is about like Pliny, and I just it's can't. Garbage. I just can't roll my eyes. Hard there enough. are so many other. Du- I would rather drink Hoptologist, and Hoptologist is like fucking wiping your ass with sandpaper because it's so fucking blah. What? It's extremely hoppy. It's yeah, but that great. That's what else is it? You and I talked Nothing. about having that again recently because we haven't had it in a long time. Yeah, but I we had it at a restaurant. I had it at a restaurant yeah. the other day because yeah, they were out of like panic kind of and they were out of one other beer that I was gonna. And they were out of Lagunitas. I'd rather have a Lagunitas over Hopdog. Oh yeah. I think. Well, I mean, my personal favorite double IPA is Love Dead Right Eye. Uh, that's. I mean, that's where I'm at. But are we talking about staples or favorites? I because. Care. I have, well, no, I mean, I was moving. No, we're, 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 we're moving, oh, okay. I'm, moving I'm moving on to favorites. Thank God. Uh, okay. The sta- I mean, the staple is Pliny. Or the no, close... my my favorite's Blackberry Juice. Hundred percent. Oh, it's that's good. pretty good. That... that whole juice series is pretty dope. The grapefruit's good, but the blackberries. The blackberries, the business, but it's out soon, baby. Yeah, it's so. When we that when we first tried that beer, Chris and I were drinking a tall bottle. I'm not kidding, Miles. At least a tall bottle, if not also killing a growler. Every mm-hmm. night. For two and a half weeks. Like, we had yep. a bunch of beer in the fridge, and Chris came over. He's like, so I know we have a lot of beer in the fridge, but I still want to drink juice blackberry. He's like, good. I'm glad you brought it. Like, we... Yeah. When, when I, I when I go to work, when I go back to work eventually in another month, mm-hmm. it'll be blackberry season. <laughs> I'll be hitting them on the way. I would, I'll literally bring home a crowler a week, if yeah. not more. Like, it's not expensive, and it's delicious. Yeah. Um... Chris, what's your favorite? Hold on. Bless you. Bless you. Sorry, it's allergy season and I'm dying. Slowly. Drink some more beer. uh, I'm trying. It'll help. I'm trying to... Oof. But, um... I know this beer is not good. The double... New Glory puts out a lot of doubles and double hazies that are really good. Yeah, New Glory is... It's hard for me to put my finger on one. Um, Uh, Maybe... Galactic? That's a single. That's no the um it's single. like the that's yeah. a single hazy, isn't it? See, that's, there's an argument to me too. Well, I mean, the whole Mind Shaker series is worth trying. Yeah, are, uh, are you going to consider a dry hop beer being a, a double IPA? Yes, if it's a double. If it's a double, <laughs> oh, dry hop like I mean, yeah. saison. You can... I did. I mean, like when Miles was like left eye right eye or double dry hop left eye, like pick one. I don't care if yeah. it has left eye right eye on it. I'm probably game for it. But that's what I'm saying. I, if you I, take panic and dry hop, it does that make it a double? No, or is it still single. It's still, it's still single. single dry hop. Okay, dude. So so double IPA. I, I would have to go juice. I think juice is the. It's like that. The blackberry juice. Yeah. Well, the grapefruit one is not far behind. It's I'm not. not it's I think the mango is better than the grapefruit. I yeah. do too. I do too, but I think the blackberry blows both of them out of the water. Yeah, I think yeah. it's like first, third, and fourth. You could offer me yeah. a lifetime supply of mango or grapefruit or both or a keg of blackberry. You motherfucker, I'm taking that keg of blackberry. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yep. fuck yes. Is there, <laughs> is there a 
staple triple IPA? Uh, I actually don't know. Hopscologist so, is a double. It's a double. No. Yeah, it's a double. <clears throat> okay. Because they have a triple though. What's hop their shortage. Uh, Simtra. Simtra's their triple. Uh, they're, they're like they're like. Hop trio, yeah. No, they, because they have a staple triple that I see everywhere. What that that you can find a triple. Yeah, Simtra. I think it is Simtra. But I don't think that's a statement. Oh, oh, here, check this out. Every once in a while, Russian River makes a triple called Planet of the Younger. Yes, I've seen it. It's very hard to find. It's not as bad as Planet of the Younger. So I don't think there's this... I, I mean, we're just doing these styles due diligence. I mean, why do you yeah. think there's not a staple triple? That you'd really have to be able to chew through a really hoppy beer, and most people don't want to put the effort in. Because it actually takes work. A lot of the triples that you and I have had, we'll, we'll I, do a pint in like to, an hour. It takes you so long just to get through all the flavors well, and complexity. I think I think you've got to like tear your palate down with the triple to actually start breaking down what the beer actually tastes like. What do you mean? When you first take a triple, all you, you just you get blasted with hot bitter, mm-hmm. and to actually break down the other flavors, you gotta you gotta sip that beer for a long fucking time. Yeah, right. So I agree with both of you. There's definitely like a, on the consumer end, I yeah. don't think there's enough. Um, I can get down. Buy, some, I can get down with some triples. Well, uh, I know, but on the consumer end, generally speaking, I sure. don't think there's enough buy. Like people mm-hmm. think, like just like a single IPA is like, oh, I, uh, it's an IPA. It's way too hoppy. Like it's just a single. Like what are you talking? About? I I hate I hate it when people hear you say, oh, you try this. What is it? An IPA? Oh, it's gonna be too hoppy. Like, it's have you had more <laughs> than three? Have you had Lagunitas? Is that what we're talking about? Like, like <laughs> oh, you know what? So can, we, can I trash an IPA really quick? Yes, it's a, it's a double or I think it's a double or a triple. Okay. Speaking of Lagunitas, which one is it? Which Lagunitas IPA? The oh, one that everybody fucking Waldo's. nuts their bag over. Waldo's is way overrated way and fuck not overrated. very good. I have two coworkers oh, that and fucking cream yeah. their pants every year that comes out. I'm like, this guys, this is garbage. And it's it's way expensive for what it is. And there are people who like know decent beer, like, well, uh, <laughs> and they talk about. Uh, you know, they love blackberry juice. Uh, one of them loves the strawberry blonde. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, they're kind of out of bounds heads, but then they flip their fucking lid over that Waldo's beer. And it's, I had it last year, two years ago. I was like, yeah, I think we had it last year. <clears throat> triple. Okay, yeah, whatever. I think it is a triple thing. It's, yeah. it's not good. I think if we're going staple triple, though, oh, can I come back to that? Yeah, okay, I got one for you, too. Ultimatum. Ultimatum's well, is well, that a triple? A staple. I think it is. So if I ask anybody to name a triple, that's probably what they're gonna. Name. I think ultimatum's a double. No, it's, it's a, a triple. triple. It's a triple. It's, it's a triple. triple. Okay. It's my favorite triple too. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Um. Actually, I want to Google this before I say it because I don't want to sound dumb on the podcast. Hold on, guys. Oh, okay. I don't mind sounding dumb on the podcast <laughs> because that's never happened. Chris has hold never on. sounded dumb on the podcast. I sound dumb every podcast. You guys are welcome. Uh, hold on. Can we get a good beer? The beer I brought was trash. I'm sorry. You're taking those two cans home with you. Uh, <laughs> I'll drink them. Ooh, I yes. Mean, it's yes. Lagunitas. Okay. Right. I'm, well, I'm, thank I'm, you. Now talk. I didn't have to check because I was right the first time, and that's why I'm excited. Uh, I haven't tried it this year. I forgot to grab one when I was at Sierra Nevada. Hoptimum is a fantastic triple IPA. Fuck. Overpriced still. Okay, these are all good. good beers, but I don't th- like when we're talking. Okay, when our standard for staples is Budweiser. Guinness, uh-huh. Sierra Nevada. Right. But this right. is what you were with Merhef, right. and then we're like hey. triple IPA. 
out of bounds. Like no. it's not it's not the standard. You're it's right. not the staple. You're right. But this is what you were just talking Sierra Nevada, about. Sierra Nevada, though, is close. I think it's closer. No, check it out. Yeah, we're touching on this. What you you and I were talking about a second ago is that to have a staple triple means that you have a market. That is uh, able to digest complex beers. Right. Most people don't care. I that think much. not even just from a consumer side. I think from like a beer production side, the only way is really like all of these staples that we're talking about are minimum available in six packs. Most often, like you can also get them in like twelve packs too, if not bigger, yeah. depending on the staple. When was the last time you saw a six pack of a triple IPA? You're just not gonna um, do that. Rayleigh's optimum. Yeah, they'll do hot, like, perfect. Yeah, name that another. Was it. That was like it. that's it. that's it. Because yeah. most of the time they're going in tall bottles, and then you yep. and I like, I'm not gonna drink an entire triple you IPA. Can find, you can find a sixer of, uh, not Simtra, but one of their other triples at Bevmo. But what? Yeah. Okay. Dope. So it's I mean there's like two. And to, I think to it's because prove your argument. Yeah, I just think they're I, I just think breweries don't have a reason. From a consumer side, mm. and I think from a business standpoint, like you're not gonna sell enough of it to even distro it well, the way it could be distroed. Anyways. They're really expensive too, because you got a ton of malt, a ton of hops. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're expensive to produce, which is why. Yeah. They, they and cost right, and a that lot, six but... pack is gonna be like a twenty-four dollar six pack or something stupid. Like it's gonna be a lot of money. Oh, I could go for some wings. Um, um, no, you passed up on Taco Bell. I'm so full uh, right at, now. Like fucking long time ago. So we should get Taco Bell to sponsor us. You know what? You know what? So this is going off topic here for a second, but um, Mm. one of my wife's friends, April, uh, put together a food train thing online for our, you know, because we just had our baby boy, and uh, a bunch of people just signed up to bring you food or whatever. Like four or five people signed up, which is totally cool. Like we weren't expecting a bunch, and her friend April, who set it up, brought us food twice. The first time she brought us burgers uh-huh. with like a whole tray of like lettuce tomatoes onions like all set up ready to go and they were fucking <clears> smoked <throat> burgers and she brought like i can't even remember everything she brought mm. like she brought so much shit i was like holy shit and it fed us for like two days it's like mm. wow that's dope she's bad and then just today she brought us more food mm-hmm. which is why i'm bringing it up now because that's mm. what i'm gonna eat when i go home she bought fucking barbecued pulled pork Oh, fuck off. Oh. It's so good. I had a pulled pork sandwich earlier. Fuck. Oh, my God. I had a pork shoulder in the slow cooker for tonight already going, and I'd rather eat the shit she brought. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking good. <clears throat> hey, hey, free food always tastes really good, man. That's true. But that I, that was really fucking cool that she did that. And yeah. Then, like, a couple, like, somebody else brought us pizza. Ah. Like, it, it was Domino's pizza, but that Domino's was, is good pizza. It was fucking dope. They brought us Domino's pizza. We were stoked. And it's just like, we got all this fucking food for free from that from her. It sounds pretty awful. Doing that. He's like, oh man, we all this food. I don't know what we're going to do. Like, well, no, you I'm, and I I'm had like that conversation at Safeway where you were worried about being able to get food for your kids because you're, you're going to have a family of eaters, man, you know? You're, oh, God. Two when boys, yeah, when they're, like, fucking two, you 10 and 14. Of, uh, linebackers, man. It's going to be gnarly, dude. <laughs> There's some big boys. We're going to be going through, like, $450 of groceries a week. Because mm-hmm. I remember when I was in high school, like, before I started getting super big, like, my freshman year, I was, like, two-something, like, 230, 240. Were you playing football? And I was, yeah. I wasn't, like... active. You were really active. I wasn't super... But I was eating probably, like... 20 to 50 dollars a day depending on the day in groceries not fast food like eating out like 
Like, I would have bagel sandwiches, like, seven a day. Like, my dad, that's what my dad, like, banked on was that he would buy, like, four things of bagels, lunch meat, cream cheese, and, like, all these, and, they, and I was like, fuck yeah, tomatoes, fucking everything, just <laughs> big-ass bagel sandwiches. I loved them when I was in high school. Just fucking, like, I'd smash seven of them a day, no problem, and still want dinner. Like, it was, it, like, and this is gonna well, be weren't you guys talking shit. to, like, like, four or five gallons of milk a week, Jordan? You, between you Dude, and Nate? It's, At one point, yeah. Nate and I were each killing a gallon of milk a day. Me? <laughs> that's, that's like $8 a day of milk, dude. Fuck that. <laughs> that's I see my son week. grab a glass of milk when he's able to fucking get it himself. I'm going to slap it out of his hand. But <laughs> No, like we're no, talking like... Milk's fucking expensive. Like Me, I used yeah. to go right through now with like seven or eight of these glasses of milk a day. Jesus. <laughs> and we're talking like, not when I was like five or six, but like... Because my dad, like, it was like, my dad was redneck. Like, there's just, like, a value around, like, no, like, the way we throw down beer, like, you could throw down milk. Like, that was, like, a thing. Like. And boy, put down some milk. Yeah. That's like, like, yeah. Between me. Oh, man. Katie and Bryson, us three, we go through two to three gallons a week. And I think that's a lot. That's a lot to me. We had a second fridge that just had, like, six gallons of milk in it at a time. (laughs) That's gonna be you, man. It's gonna be you. Fuck no, it's not. Like, boy, drink some fucking water. And my mom had to have that talk with me. She's like, stop, no, we're not doing that. You're 16. You don't need to be drinking a gallon of fucking milk every day. Seriously, milk's fine. Well, like, That's a lot of dairy, I, man. And, well, Ooh. it's a lot of dairy, and it's it's not even the best source of calcium. No. I don't or think vitamin D. I'm just letting you know what you're in for, because <sighs> me and Nate no, were... because pre- I wasn't... A, I hated milk when I was in school, like school age. I hated milk. So I don't think I'm in for that. All right, but so back to beer. Yep, you're right. Back to beer. We need another beer, though. Hold uh, on. No, me and Chris are still... I don't like it, so it's hard to... Let's fucking pour it in mine mm. so I can fucking hey. kill it then. Shit. This one's for the homies. Oh. Sorry, Pink Boots. They they did you a dishonor. I think Pink Boots did the dishonor. They didn't make the beer. They picked the hops. Well, they, and they didn't even pick them. They just, you know... Use these. Pluck them. Or do they yeah. choose the hops? Or? Yeah, oh. I guess. I don't know. That's what the can says. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, like, it harvested. sucks because Crooked Lane's been one of my favorite breweries yeah. for, for like probably the last six months. And this beer is so disappointing that like I kind of don't want a Crooked Lane beer for a while. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Unless it's Mango One Two Punch. <clears throat> or Hop Rhapsody. Which I'm Speaking gonna... of triples. Uh, <clears throat> so do we need to go into quads? Yeah, we can do quads. I, How many quads have you ever had? I, can't, I don't even think I can name a quad. I've had one. One, yep. What was it? Hop deranged. Right. Deep. That tasted like you were drinking fizz. Not a staple. so happy. Not a staple. There are no staple quads. No. I I didn't know there was more than like two or three quads, and I couldn't even name one, so. Yeah. Oh, what's your favorite quad, uh, Belgian? The fuck? Oh, it's Sticky Monkey. Sticky Monkey! Oh, Barrel-aged Belgian quad. That's with uh, sugar, brown sugar added. That's good. Or Belgian sugar, my bad. Redemption song. I'm sorry for bringing trash. Yeah. Also, sorry to Crooked Lane for trashing one of their beers, but fuck. Don't, hey, make, don't, don't make trash. Which just sucks because I think this is the first Crooked Lane beer that I've had that I don't like. Yeah, no, for same here, same here. I haven't had a Crooked Lane beer that I didn't like, and I they, do not like this one. Yeah, it. When and now I have well, two more pints I gotta kill. Well, what's really interesting though is this is it's. If I wasn't so full. Oh wait, wait, Miles. <gasps> Ooh, I'm 
fucking this brings excited. Up, so the beer that Jordan has, this brings up an interesting topic that Jordan and I were talking about a couple weeks ago. Oh, I'm of fucking the, uh, excited. The emergence of the West Coast Hazy. It's very, in the grand scheme of beer, it is a very new thing. Yeah. But anyways, what 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 are we on right now? We're so quad. Well, hold on, okay, I'm gonna okay. introduce. Uh, I I think uh, we don't really need to go into this this beer anymore, the Crooked Lane one anymore, because it's just not good. Uh, there's not a whole lot to talk about. We're about to crack open double dry hopped Uba Dank West Coast IPA from New Glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all like regular IPA Uba Dank. IPA will smack you in the face with its dank aromas mm. and flavors. Blah 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 blah. blah. Mosaic hops. North American malts. Tropical fruit, reminiscent of grapefruit, orange, melon, papaya, tangerine, and passion fruit. Uncharacteristically smooth bitterness. Unfined and unfiltered. Store cold and drink fresh. Well, cheers, guys. Yeah, so that tropical fruit is not normally found in the West Coast. I think that comes from the dry hopping, uh, the mosaic they put into it. You don't have, like, papayas and stuff in West Coast beer. It's like a Northeast Tasty thing, isn't it? No, you could do tropical ones. Can you? Yes. Okay. Um, Thank you. Because even like to shoot, to shoot fresh just squeeze. Just the aroma. Have you it. had this yet, Jordan? Yes. You've had one. Okay, oh, good. Oh my god. These are fantastic. Can we fucking cheers? Let's do this. Well, we always cheers, and then I always say the same thing after we cheers, and no one's called me on it yet. But no, we yeah, all, it's we all have beer in our mouth because it's yeah. true. You have to drink yours. Bad luck. <laughs> the last time I called you, I it was weird. I left a weird voicemail, oh. so. I only want to call you out. Fuck. Anything. Um, yes. Talk uh, about redemption. Redemption. Holy shit. There were a lot shit, of things in the good. fridge that I could have gone to, but I wanted to just reset what we were doing. All right, so wow, let's go. Wow, that's good. Let's just go. I, staple, not hazy IPA. Lagunitas. <sighs> Lagunitas, Deschutes, Fresh Squeezed. Uh, Sculpin. I think if not before he even had the ballast point or the shoots, I think Lagunitas was their first. And a lot of people know Lagunitas. Like, I they don't, don't think there is one. They think Lagunitas is, like, when you say, can I have a Lagunitas? Like, it's the same thing when you say, can I have a Sierra Nevada? You hand them a pale ale. Because that's what they... Torpedo. Right? Well, no, if someone's like, oh, you like Sierra Nevada? Yeah, they make a good, they make a good beer. Okay. They usually probably try Sierra Nevada. So, you, okay, you, have, you make a very great... And a lot of people know the name Lagunitas. I think Lagunitas they don't... has to be the staple. Regionally yeah. is definitely the staple. Yeah. Now, Unfortunately. Now, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw some monkey wrenches into it. Okay. The, the argument you just made mm-hmm. is when I say Lagunitas, mm-hmm. that means IPA. Well, like when we're talking... Like, that's fine. Like, I mean, Racer 5, I think, carries similar similar weight. Yeah. Similar, not to the same Kay. extent. And when I'm traveling, mm-hmm. I don't see Lagunitas anywhere else in the country. You won't but see you, it. But you, you, won't, know, you won't see it farther than but you know, or Oregon. But you know where, where I, what I see the most of mm. nationally? Goose Island IPA. I was a... Uh, right when you're, uh, I, no. It's right, garbage. Right when you were going to say that, I started thinking... Midwest, Goose Island, man. Like, you and I like Goose Island for their barrel aged stuff that they make. That's incredible. But the IPA is in every single airport. Box. Yeah, that's it's garbage beer. And like every restaurant in that airport, it's there. That's weird. in New York City, it's there. What? In Kansas, mm-hmm. it was there. Are you and, serious? In Baton Rouge, it's, it was fucking it's there. Everywhere, yeah. 
It's a terrible beer. I don't I like it. I would rather mm. have Lagunitas. I don't like it. Yeah. But I'm even gonna I'm even gonna double down. I don't I think we can make a case, right? Regionally the prestige is Lagunitas. Nationally the availability is Goose Island. Okay. But Again, when we're talking about, like, standard triples, the drop-off is less so with this subject. But I think – I don't think there really is a staple IPA because I think the IP, the market for IPAs is so saturated. It's saturated. That's it's a good extremely point. extremely diverse. That's a good point. And yeah. diverse. Saturated and diverse. Both, both very good points. A, a large spread. There's but, a lot of variation. But – Because, we, like, we, 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 when we started this podcast, we said regionally in the beginning. We did. Regionally, the staple would be this. Regionally, the staple well, would be this. Uh, sure. I mean, and I, that was mostly to hedge my bet. If, like, you know, if Chris's family from mm. Michigan listens, like, no, guys. Oh, like, Peter they, listens to us in Maine. Uh, no, some of the staples yeah. are other so, things. And, yeah. I, I mean, that's more of a margin for error within this science experiment. Because I do think... All right. <clears throat> what if we did, like, I sorry to cut you off, but what if we did National State Sacramento? Would that make it easier? But, no. Well, no. Well, so, we don't know even, national. Even within that, I think nationally we've like done him. a pretty good job with all of our staples thus far. Mm-hmm. Like, that was still my intent. Like, yeah. I mean... I think we've been a, done a pretty good job of being objective as yeah. much as we can. Plus, there's a lot of acreage to cover nationally. Yeah, but I think we've done a good job yeah. of that. But I think, like, if you could, if you had to name five staple IPAs, like the five, like the big five, I would, I mean, I would put. I Lagunitas. could do it. I could do it regionally. I could That's do what it. I'm saying. <laughs> to talk about Sacramento. Well, what, I mean, no, I know. mean, like, do your best to like name it nationally. I think mm. if Lagunitas, I think you have it right. Goose Island, I guess. I didn't, know, I didn't know that. Uh, torpedo. Tor- yeah. In the top five. It might, well, it, it's, you're talking national, yeah. Local, okay, regionally, well, hold no. on. So the three I have would be... Racer 5. Racer 5. Is Racer the, 5 national, though, or is it just West Coast? Well, same with Lagunitas, but... I think Lagunitas, it's owned by Budweiser, so it's national distro. Lagunitas? Yeah. I haven't found it in the East Coast yet. I haven't looked for it yeah, also. I mean, I'm not right, to. and this is where I mean. I think it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, okay, so you think you think torpedoes on that level? I think the well, torpedo I know is nationally distributed. Distributed, whatever. Yeah. I can't talk anymore, but uh, I don't think it's that popular. Probably I think not. Tropical torpedoes are like, popular. I'm kind of bummed probably. when torpedoes on draft. Actually, I don't really like torpedo that much. I like it. Yeah. I respect it. It's the you uh-huh. know the first beer I like you tropical torpedo a lot. Uh, well, that's mm-hmm. that's that is a perfect a, segue a into lot. my favorite IPA of all time is tropical torpedo. More the than left or I die. No, that's a double. Oh, that's right. We had this argument last night. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? <laughs> tropical torpedo is my favorite IPA. Favorite single IPA. Yeah. Wow. It's good. I mean, it's damn good. Like, I it's the beer that beer. also got me into the idea of tasting hops mm. and understanding hop blends and varieties. Okay, so a little nostalgia in it for you, too. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. for sure. I, I, so I, that's, I'm a that's, we all know my favorite single. Hmm. Oh, come on. Do I gotta repeat myself? Yes. Mango 1-2 Punch, baby. Mm. Well, that's a hazy. We're doing not hazy. Non-hazy oh. IPAs. Yeah, fuck you. Ah. You should listen better. It's okay, Miles. You know, we asked me on an earlier podcast it. about what my favorite single was, and that's what I said, and Hazy wasn't a category in that discussion, so... Well, he specifically said... Yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can still pout about it, but I still want to know. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, Miles. Uh, non-Hazy single. That's... I don't want to be a bandwagon hopper, but it might be Tropical Torpedo. <laughs> right? Right? 
I mean, you're but but you're passing up panic. Mm-hmm. And I, and but I panic's will, only and regional, I will, hold, I will hold on tropical torpedo. Yeah, but we're, we're talking I, about favorite, not, talking not about staple. Favorite. We, just, oh, we transitioned to favorite. We did transition to favorite. I would think it would be... What's your favorite? Yeah. Spotlight mm. off Miles. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> mm. I might like Panic more than I like Tropical Torpedo. It's good. Even they're both good. If I go to a restaurant and they have Panic on tap, I get excited. Yeah. I don't. But if they had Tropical Torpedo, I'm getting it. No, because when I go to a restaurant with Katie, it's not to a restaurant that has good beer. It's to fucking Chili's. Mm. And if they have panic, I'm like, oh, thank God, something I can enjoy tasting. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's kind of how I feel about Red Robin's no. So I mean, Red Robin's <clears throat> burgers, it's hard to fuck up a burger. Tropical Torpedo has the same special place in my heart that it has in yours. We did that tour of Sierra Nevada that one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really excited for Tropical Torpedo. We actually tried it before it was released. We want to know what fruit was in um, it. We were, yeah, we were going to ask that, that guy behind the bar what the fuck, you know. And he's what? like, oh, it's all hops. And we're like, wait a second. <laughs> well, it wait totally blew my mind. Yeah. That hops could be like, without adding fruit to a beer, you can make a beer that fruity. Mm-hmm. Like, just totally like changed like yeah. my idea of what beer. Like, and that was the, that was the, like, I remember on the way home being like, no, man, like, that's actually. After that tour, mm. three days later, we were at New Glory. Yeah. And new, that was before the remodel, and they had mm-hmm. their board, mm-hmm. and they had all the hot varieties listed on the IPAs. And I didn't really know – I didn't really know what they were. And I was like, no, man, that's the next thing for us. If we're going to be like – we talk about how we know beer and we like beer a lot. Like, we got to know what how the fuck this stuff's getting made. Yeah. <clears throat> But even then, like, as much as, like, there's nostalgia, we had Tropical Torpedo last night. I just fucking love Tropical Torpedo. It's good. It's still good beer. It's very good. It's, uh... It's, so what did you say your favorite was? I think if drinkability, for, like, if I really want to drink some beer, I think it's going to be Panic. Yeah. You like Panic more than Tropical? Or Tropical? Yeah. I'm surprised Panic's your, your, your favorite, though. For a single West Coast IPA. Because yeah. I get pegged as, you know, the Track 7 fanboy more than you do. Well, if we're talking West Coast single, yeah, it's West it's Coast panic. single, unfiltered. Because if now if we're talking hazies, no, no, we're not there yet. Stop. I have one for no, no. hazy. Okay, and well then give me fucking shit. put that in your pocket. And we'll get I'm there. just, I'm not telling you what it is. I'm just saying that when it's time for us to talk about it, I mean, I'm okay, gonna get a lot so of shit for can, my personal. We can, we can move to hazies then if we we can close the eye. Well, do you have any more to say about? So your favorite, you're sticking with Tropic. Oh yeah, that was yeah. not. A... And you, you're sticking with Panic. Uh huh. Um, yep. I don't. And I mean, I'm standing by, like, you guys can still think... I think Lagunitas is a perfectly fine case for the flagship IPA, but, oh, okay. I, but I... I think... I think... I don't shoots, think there is. The Shoots Fresh Squeeze is better, but... It is better, but it's less well-known. It's dark. It's dark for an IPA. Yeah, yeah. I, I think... I just don't think there really is a flagship IPA. Lagunitas. Locally, it's Lagunitas. Yeah. End of story. But, uh, favorite... I, I kind of have to stick with Tropical Torpedo. It's... Yeah. It's good. It's just a really good beer. Like I get, I get excited when I go to when I'm at like Walmart. I'm like, man, I'm out of beer, and I go in that aisle, and all all you see is Budweiser, Budweiser, Coors, Coors, Corona, Corona. Fucking, you see that one little sampler pack of Sierra Nevada? It's got two tropical IPAs. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Well, I'll Sierra buy the Nevada. whole pack for those two. This year, I don't know what they've been doing differently this last like eight months. Like starting last fall, because when I was doing my trips to Laguna Seca. I was buying the uh, 12 packs of the sampler of, like, they had the really crazy can releases where they, I couldn't find them in bottles. It was just cans. It would be, like, 
a double dry hopped uh, lager or something. It would be nuts. Yeah, and so I buy this. I was buy. I think I got two different twelve packs for like that weird, crazy experimental, or like they did like single hop IPAs from one of the things, and they they've been doing some really cool stuff <clears throat> in their samplers. They had their uh, winter was it winter or spring is that first one they brought back. Um, Ruthless Rye. Oh. Is a Rye IPA? Is that a standard? Oh no, you're stuck with Panic, douchebag. Right, no, Ruthless Rye. No, because no, Rye IPAs are different type of IPAs. It's a different malt. <laughs> so does that change anything? I'm just I'm I serious. Did, the only stipulation was non-hazy. Oh. I, okay, I'll, it's Ruthless I'll, Rye then all day long. No, I'll still. Ruthless I'll still, Rye. I'll still go over tropical IPA over that. I like Ruthless Rye, but tropical IPA, or tropical torpedo is so good. Jordan was with me when I was trying to buy Ruthless Rye. No, 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 no. The no, only no, no, no. Time I wasn't trying to buy it. We were at Sierra Nevada, right? Only, Miles, this is the only time I've <laughs> ever seen Chris yell at someone in public. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this girl tried to tell me that there's some other beer they had. Is that okay? So I feel really bad and I apologize to her. Like I, I if she somehow like, on. listens to this, because he didn't apologize know. when it happened, and we left that yeah room, and he, he spent the next ten minutes in the restaurant like detailing like the hundred and one reasons on yeah. why he was allowed to do that and justify. No, do you guys want to hear the story though? Yes. Sure. Okay. Yes. So <laughs> Jordan and I did a tour of Sierra Nevada. I can't remember why we were there. We just wanted to go. I think mm-hmm. just wanted to go and check it out. It's a really killer tour. One of my favorite tours. One of my favorite things. We were literally just bored. We're like, hey, what if we just drove to Chico? Yeah, it's it's never a bad idea. So we get it's the. It's always a bad idea to drive to Chico unless it's for Sierra Nevada. <laughs> yeah, I go there for work all the time. It's really pretty. I no, but, that's about it. So we do the tour, and you get done, and you go through the gift shop, right? Because they just dump you right out of the gift shop. That's and strategy. Yeah, but they had. Uh, some we got something we got like a twelve pack of something or other. I got a thing of barbecue sauce. Yeah. Uh, what? They have the Sierra Nevada barbecue sauce. Yeah, maybe. Have the you beer. not been? It's I've it's never been. Sierra Nevada porter barbecue they sauce. They have their own series of mustards. They have their own cookbooks. They have their own oh. all kinds of stuff, man. I I'd guess, like to. I'd like to go. Oh man. We should make it happen over summer. Um, it's free too. It's a free tour. And they give you free beer. Mm-hmm. And then the food that you pay for next door is amazing. Oh, it's amazing. That's all the best restaurant food ever. So the lady made the mistake. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she asked me about because I was buying this 12-pack, and she's like, oh, you really like our beer? I was like, yeah, my favorite was something like Ruthless Rye, but you guys stopped making it. Uh, but it was in the 12-pack. It was in That's why I got so excited, right? So we bought it. It was a false mm-hmm. sampler. And she said something, yeah, it's good, and it had this other beer that was like... No, she straight up was like... Chris, Chris was like, yeah, you guys haven't had it, like... The first time I ever came to Sierra Nevada, I like even brought like bought the sweatshirt, and then yeah. you guys shortly got like got rid of it. She's like, "No, we've always had it." And Chris, Str- I'm not kidding. Chris <laughs> was like, "No, fuck you. That's not that. what happened. I no, didn't say that. yeah, he like, uh-uh. no, I that's I don't use profanity like that. I get like, angry. That's not what happens. No, that other it beer, I don't even know I what the like, fuck that was. That was not. That was not like it's like going. I walked away. Yeah, I walked, Jordan just left me. There I walked out of the girl. gift shop and I could still hear him talking. <laughs> I was yeah, like, like, not like Chris. Like lost his. Shit. I don't know if I could look away. I would have been like, <laughs> <laughs> no. So I was so mad because like, no, you guys canceled that beer so hard you took it off the website. There was no record. It was fucking gone. It was gone. You guys erased that beer and. And she's like, I'm so, I'm sorry. I, and that's like a third of what he gave me. I, like I couldn't even, I, I just didn't even know what to do. I walked that's away. That's glorious. 
And then he, uh, like, grumpily walks out of the gift shop, and we throw the beer in the trunk and go to the restaurant, and he spends the next 10 to 15 minutes, Miles, venting to me on, like, an itemized list that he instantly created in his head of everything that was right about his decision to chew this poor girl out. It's like, no, if you're going to work at the brewery, you know what the fuck you're talking about. Also, don't try to fucking tell me that a beer that had a completely different name that just happened to use a similar ingredient is the same beer. And he's, like, still, like, no, it's not hyped up. Fuming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, part of why I was angry, too, is that Sierra Nevada did that. They made that weird, like, rye IPA. I forget what it was called. I remember and, you, I, it was a couple years ago, I remember yeah. you buying the pack just to try it and then being disappointed that you bought the whole pack. I was really disappointed. I'm like, I think they're trying to appease, they're like, okay, people like Ruthless Rye, we'll make something kind of like Ruthless Rye and put it out and just see if they care. And They brought Ruthless Rye back, though. They did, and I bought samplers. I bought, like, We each two bought, or three. like, three samplers just to drink the Ruthless Rye. And then when I got home, I had this, this stockpile of beer I was trying to give away that was, like, I bought 12 packs and... Two of them are Ruthless Rye, and so I was giving away 10 beers out of the 12-pack just to get those two. That's sampler wasn't two. bad. There was a couple other good beers in it. It had it a was, coffee stout in it that was yeah. good. It had either Tropical Torpedo or Regular Torpedo in it, it was, too. It was Torpedo. It was yeah. Regular Torpedo. I think I it's mean, three bottles of each, right? It's three, it three bottles. It was three bottles no, okay. of uh, Ruthless Rye, yeah. three bottles of to- Torpedo, three bottles of that stout, and then there was three bottles of something else. I it was remember. a... Oh, it was... It was like a fall ale. Yeah. And it was decent. It was good. The Tumblr? The, the Tumblr, yes. Tumblr, yeah. Good, good boy. What? <laughs> hey. Um, no, the the sampler pack that's out right now, I actually like better. I actually haven't looked at it. It's got uh, it Hells in the Tropics, uh, Tropical Torpedo. Uh, it's got just regular pale ale, which I don't know why you put that on the sampler, but whatever. Um, it's a metric. It's got. I always put one staple in the in the samplers. Uh, but pale, but Sierra Nevada pale ale, really? That's a sample. Yeah. Fuck you! I don't need yeah. a sample of that. Give... Oh, man. <laughs> Said the guy who twenty minutes oh. ago would have bought a twelve pack of Sierra Nevada and been fine with it. So, well, yeah, but if I want a sampler, hey. I don't want that in it. I know, you know what, what that is. You know what he hasn't had though? Fresh Sierra Nevada pale ale from the so tap. So Miles. Oh. Miles, I'm gonna tell oh, boy. you. Here you go. I, I don't think you like it's it's this way with any beer at the brewery, like versus in like if you have panic in the can, and then panic at the brewery it's different. Miles, when Chris and I had Sierra Nevada Pale Ale at the brewery for the first time, we weren't even sure it was Pale Ale. Oh. Mm. It was so good, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Wow. Okay, sampler pack is hop solo. He, cares. he doesn't even care about this, Jordan. No, I do. I want, because you're talking about going uh, to Sierra Nevada, and I want to go so bad it hurts, so please stop talking about how mm, I need to go. That's amazing, though. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> okay, so that sampler pack, I literally just finished one a couple days ago. I had one in my fridge. Hop solo. Okay. Have you had that from Sierra Nevada? No. It's decent. It's pretty good. I, I, I probably wouldn't buy a six-pack of it. But a couple 12 ounces, I can do. Hell is in the Tropics, I actually really like. Um, the Pale Ale, Tropical IPA, or Tropical Torpedo, sorry. Uh, Ruthless Rise in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Sidecar. Sidecar IPA? Or Pale Ale. Is it version 1 or version 2? It's probably version 2. It's probably the IPA. 
Which I like that's, the payload better. That's yeah. just a good question. You know, you know, Sidecar and Tropical Torpedo came out at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think it's the Sidecar IPA. The first time I went to Sierra is. Nevada was when Tropical Torpedo and Sidecar just came out. Yeah. It is Sidecar IPA. So, let's let's shift to Hazy's. Oh. Is there oh. a standard no. Hazy? No. No. There's so much fucking pollution in that market, there's no fucking staple. I guess that's the whole point of a haze. New Belgium. Say I'm wrong. New Belgium. Nope. Juice haze. Nope. If there was one. Never had it. Doesn't mean it's not a staple. It's not. It safe. could be a staple because You're it's wrong. very widely distributed. Incorrect. And it's drinkable. It's hazy-ish. And. I know. I know. It's from a you know, it's from New Belgium. Sure. N- name another brewery that has a hazy flagship IPA. That distributes it to the same level. So if we have to name one, we're saying New Belgians? Okay. But that doesn't mean it is. As far as the state. That doesn't mean it is a staple. I know for the sake of the podcast and actually having something substantial to talk about, I'm bringing up beer. Yeah. It's the whole point of doing this, Jeremy. But I agree with you. The IPA market in general, hazy, not hazy, is so oversaturated that there's not really. Yeah. But why well, do you think that is? Why do you think that with almost every other style, we can come up with like a consensus? But because IPAs have been latched onto for whatever reason by consumers. Like if you're a guy who's... Uh, you or, know the reason. Or gal. What? You know the reason. What? What's the difference in a recipe for producing a lager versus producing a hazy IPA? Well, I guess it all comes down to cost, doesn't it? No, it's not cost. How much freedom of expression do you have with making a lager that sticks within the confines of okay. being a lager versus yes. the hazy IPA is basically or, an or empty any, canvas? Any, I mean, for, if we're talking about it, any ale period nope. has a lot of freedom. IPA yeah. has a lot of freedom. Hazy IPA has a lot of freedom. Yes, okay. So I'm saying the, the way you can take a, a the same malt, the same yeast, some water, you know, of course water, but and you can do a different hot blend and make it a million are, different combinations. Are you sure of the water? Are you sure? You use the same water. I mean, you just use pond water. It's going to taste like ass. I mean, that would be a safe sound at that point, but... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no matter when what you, you compare do. it to, like, an amber or a lager or, like, a, you know, a Kolsch, there's not very many different oh. types of... Oh. For me, a Kolsch is, like, the closest, an ale, uh, the closest an ale could ever be to a Pilsner, in my opinion, for all the Kolsches I've ever had. I've only had a few, so... They're good. They're very, very good, but I put them in the category of similar one, to the Pilsner One got brought to Growler Gang. Yeah. Someone brought a Kolsch. Somebody, somebody brought a Kolsch to Growler Gang, and I really enjoyed it. They're good. Kolsch's are good. But uh, you can't really play with them too much, or else they're not really Kolsch's anymore. Sure. And the, you but can play IPA, a lot I, with IPAs. Yeah, you can fucking... That's a playground. IPA mm-hmm. is a playground. The the Sour Mash IPA I brought from Thinline, which... I think, shout I think out you to, even missed, uh, missed a big point within that. Add to it. Shout out what to Thinline real quick. Oh, my God. God. Every episode they get loved. See you thin say, line? Sh- we always you say good things shout about out to you thin guys. Line. Every episode, Chris and I laugh because at some point we talk about how amazing Thin Line is. They are so good. I wish they distributed, <laughs> oh. dude. I like every time I'm like buying them. Like I wish I could buy Thin Line. We're right. talking oh, about so other things within the podcast. We're talking about uh, doing like interviewers with brewers and trying to get. Them. I would love to. Yeah. Well, I mean, we interview them every time we go there. Though, yeah. so. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Thin Line, they'll sit and talk to you. The, that's the, the two cool segments part, so. that I, I've thought about adding is. Talking to the brewer, and also uh, Chris and I are doing what we call Brewery Spotlight. So we did Three Mile Brewing in Davis. Chris got three crawlers from them, yeah. and we just tried it to see if there's a 
like a style preference for three mile. We're gonna do it with Moxa. We're gonna go do some flights at Moxa and then take yeah, the Yeah, I love Moxa too. Um, I love me some Moxa. I think they're overrated. Uh, really? I think yeah. they're also amazing, and they're not the sixth best brewery in the world. I'm not. Who said that? There's an article that came out that Mox is the sixth. Oh, that article. Whoever even... wrote that article can lick the bottom of my tank after a mile run. Because uh, <laughs> they can. That's, that's no. After I run a mile and don't shower for three days, yeah. that's uh, when they can lick it. Uh, that's. I'm sorry. You can't come out with an article at six. Shut the fuck up. Mox is a great brewery. No, no hate on Mox. Is Mox the best brewery in the area? No. See, that's my thing. It's like, you can't be sixth best in the world. Like, you're not even, like, I'm not even sure you're sixth best in Sacramento. Uh, so who's, Yeah, I'll give, I'll give him top six in Sac. Okay, so who's better than Moxa? I want to hear what you guys think. New Glory. Yeah, yeah I was just going to say New Glory okay. 100% might be the best in the I area. I think Clam Steak is better. Clam Steak Clam is steaks. better. Mm-hmm. Sure, okay. They're better. Sure, sure. The problem that Moxa has is that they've doubled downs on... Exclusiveness, which is already a little bit risky because breweries already struggle with that from the get go. So, Moxa, you already have like a membership fee. Yeah. And like certain beers, or you're only allowed to buy them to take home. Like, I'm talking like cans are only available sometimes if you're a member. Yeah. Their bottle releases have gotten so out of hand that when they open at 12, people start lining up at 8 in the morning. And and by 10 o'clock, two hours before the brewery's even opened, the beer's already accounted for. That's why there's, there's, I haven't had sixty percent of their beer because of that. Yeah. Right. And I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. You're not gonna hook me with that. No. I'll, I'll have Wait. what's on tap. Who else? Do if we... you don't have it on tap, it's not worth me trying anyway. Well, who else? In my opinion, like We've if I can't beer. try it, unless I'm go fuck yourself. No, I don't no, care. No, no, like... hey, 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 this goes back to some. There's a model, a business model, that we originally both of us uh, jumped on board with at first when we first started getting the beer. And we immediately after trying the beer, we're not down with the business model. Pliny the Elder. That's why it's so popular. It's because it's, it's so hard to find. Yeah. You and I had that conversation. You probably yeah. had that conversation with a lot of people. Okay. That, that's, oh, a, that, that's a Chris kind of conversation. Yeah. My whole point, though, I don't know what exactly what uh, whatever. Just for our listeners, you gestured to you and Miles had that. You and I have had that conversation. No, no not the conversation. I when I was young and first getting into beer. Drove around to find Pliny the Elder, and so did Miles. Like, yeah, but I'm I, talking like you show up two hours before the brewery opens to wait in line for beer, and there's no point in waiting because the yeah. beer's already accounted for. I'm sorry, like, yeah, that's but too much. no beer's worth that. No. 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 And even like I've it's tried... beer. That's not the point of beer. I'm sorry. No. That's not so what the, is the point, point of beer. Oh. fucking share. That's the point of beer. When do you drink beer alone, you sad fucks? I do. You sad <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I mean, okay, okay, no, I'm sorry. That's you drink beer alone, sure, but when do you drink I'm go beer? Cry in the corner for a minute. <laughs> All right, that came out totally wrong. No, no, but, but you're getting to a good like the way Chris yeah, drinks beer you know, is completely different than the way like you can drink beer to drink beer. You can drink beer to to explore so, flavors and stuff like. Hey, you do homework, boy. You, <laughs> you do homework and snack. I do homework and I sip a tasty pint. That's how I get. The I wish homework. I could afford. To do that, but <laughs> I don't have two kids, and that's you know we we can argue who's, well, who's got the better end of the deal to having two kids, not having two kids. Oh, I do, but exactly. Uh, that's your trade off. That's your trade off. Financially, I don't. Them, that's them for damn boys. sure. But yeah, sorry for splashing your beer, but you put, it, you put it in range. 
You, you guys heard so, this okay. He called me a sad fuck and he splashed beer all over my shirt. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, no. All right. So now who's the bullying growler gang? <laughs> totally me. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, what's his Logan's not here? So I don't have anyone to... Wait, Logan's the bully? <laughs> no, me. Chris, I'm the bully to Logan. Logan. Yeah. No, okay. Drinking beer alone is fine. I drink beer alone all the time. That wasn't my point. It was just like... You sad fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I am. But if you, like, if that's yes. the only time you drink beer, like, if you're always drinking alone and you never drink with anybody else, that's, that's but a different... You even, Miles, you don't even have to go that far. What brewery goes out of their way to make it harder to share? Russian River. No, that's, no, that's my, like, like, <laughs> well, and, well, and uh, Moxa, right? Yeah. But, like... If, if, but that's the point of finding good beer. There we go. It's social. That's the point of finding good beers. You want to share, like, dude, beer try this social. beer. Yeah. I haven't had a good beer that I went, <laughs> all for me. Every yeah. time I have a great beer, I'm like, dude, try it, dude, try it. Uh, Everybody the only time I do me. that is if I could only buy one four-pack, I'm like, you can split a can with me, mm-hmm. and the rest is mine. I See, yeah. even then, I'm not like it. Even, even then, I'm like, dude, everybody needs to fucking try it. Yeah. Um, because that's more. No, heads that honeydew kettle sour from Track Seven. I that's... shared. I bought three four packs. I shared four pack a four pack with people. The other like it was mi- like top five favorite beer of mine of all time. Oh. Like like wow. it was one of those like ah uh, that's no, high, that's high praise from Jordan because so I saved the can yeah. for two months, Miles. When I was done with my auditions, we like cracked open the can. Like that was well, the last can, and it was still good like three months later. I don't know if I told you this too, but. I did an engagement shoot, which I still have to go to Track 7 and give them an issue of the magazine. Engagement shoot at the Natomas Track 7 location. Right when, it was like two weeks after that honeydew came out, Jordan and I had already bought a couple. and 12%, by the way. Oh, it's fine. It's been on 20% for the last hour. It's fine. An hour ago it was on 20%, you mean? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, my phone was at 30% when you showed up, so it's, yeah, it's, it's not fine. like it's draining the battery. Okay. So, I did this engagement shoot at Track 7, and then I told them how amazing that Honeydew Sour was, and that they had some left two weeks later, and that never happens. They always sell out day off. Well, uh, they bought some. They held on to it uh, for like two months for me. I show up to the wedding. That was their wedding gift to me. It's like, hey, thanks for, you know, we appreciate all the pictures, and you did a good job today. And little and do they know, that's probably the best wedding gift you've ever received. One of the best, but here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. They gave me a four-pack. I split one three ways. I was like, nope, the rest are coming home with me. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Congratulations on getting I, married. See, you never, get a third of my beer. Here you I go. I never had one. It It's pretty good. It was pretty amazing. It was Better than a cucumber? Hun- three? No, no, no. Oh, it's close, Honeydew, though. No. Honeydew me, kettle sour is what you said? What? Honeydew? Honeydew. Kettle yeah. sour. Uh-huh. Yeah, the best sour I've ever had is still S3 Cucumber Sour yep. from Kilowatt. Haven't it's, had that either. It's the only beer that, with one sip, made all of the hair on my arms stand up. And I, like, looked at him like, put that down. He's like, no, I'm going to try this. No, no, no. You have you have it. Number five. You're jumping to number five. He's like, no, I'm going to I'm gonna smack you. Pick up number five, and he tried it, and like the same thing happened. He was like, "Oh fuck, that's good, yeah, yeah, yeah." This we had that was one of my favorite conversations with the brewer too. She was asking, we were asking him because it had S three, which it stood for something, some sort of sour, something. It's just their sour line. So I just went to Kilowatt three weeks ago because I went on a road trip with my mom, my sister, and we ended up in San Diego. I was like, "Hey, do you want to go to Kilowatt?" Yeah, yes. Yes, and they just dropped me off yes. a kilowatt for a couple hours. And I just drank beer, and they just went and did <laughs> by himself. He's drinking beer by himself, Miles. 
No, he wasn't. Fuck. No, he wasn't. Were you in the room alone? Was there no. nobody else in there? So shut up. You know who sat next to me? Who? The head brewer for Ocean Beach Brewing. Perfect. Which <sighs> they just won Best Brewery in San Diego. Whoa, I didn't know that. And so mm. I was talking to him, picking his brain about homebrew. And so Kilowatt, you can do these flights of eight samples. I have this big-ass flight in front of me. And I'm jumping oh. between samples, right? And I'm thinking. And the beer tender starts making fun of me. He's like, oh, man, I don't see a ton of people like you in here. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, you're studying. Come on, hit me with it. He's like, these three, these are the oldest ones you have, right? They were all brewed. They were brewed in one kind of thought process together. These other five were like the new direction of the board. He's like, God damn, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yeah, it's like, do you homebrew? Like, no, I'm just really into beer. It's like, yeah, I know. You could. That, most people just fucking drink their beer, dummy. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, no, I just couldn't. I just, yeah, but I got to. But kilowatt, they had an S3 strawberry sour when I was there this last time. Uh, it was good. Not nearly as good as the cucumber. Chris better. and I did a pomegranate have, one. You, what are we drinking next? Come, finish your fucking beers, guys. You want um, another one? You gotta get home. It's midnight, sir. I can lift. Uber, walk. I'm fucking not that far. I'm less than a mile. And walk back to the Versa. I mean, that's right there. Uh-huh. I'm not driving right now. No. You, I, we stop drinking right now. I'm not driving. Yeah. It's, I'm. I'm done after this. Really? Yeah. I'm, huh? Dude, you. Yeah. If you want to put some beer down, you should be here last night. Damn it. We put some beer down. Mm-hmm. One of these tabletops. I'm sorry, listeners, I'm sorry. but I had to Jordan and I had. Jordan and I had an interesting evening last night where we put down an abnormally large number of cans. Uh, it and got... I remember four of them. Yeah. Because I hadn't eaten anything. <laughs> yeah. I thought we still had Ruthless Rye in the fridge, only to find out that I don't remember drinking we, it last We night. drank Ruthless Rye two-thirds of the way through the evening. Hmm. And that's when his brain did, went into witness protection mode. <laughs> so, I like it. Oh, but back to the beer stuff. Uh, 50%, dude. When... Damn. When uh, we were down at uh, Kilowatt, and Jordan and I are both geeking out over that Cucumber S3, we're talking to him about the sour process, because that was kind of new to us at the time. I don't know a thing about the process. Well, I, he was saying they do it, they, they kettle sour all their stuff, and they use Greek yogurt, and they have like a really clean filtering process, and it comes out, like it's all the flavors yeah, it, come out really nice. Because like, yeah, the beer comes out really clean, and we look at each other, and we're like, what, is, what does that mean? I don't know what, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know if that and means. then you try it, you're like, oh fuck, that's clean. Yeah. Like, like when you drink it, you're yeah. like, you not I don't even really know how to describe it to you, but when you drink it, you're like, that's clean. But that's clean. But, I just okay. So when you so this guy, the the guy at Kilowatt really knew his beer stuff. It was like my favorite place. So we went you to down there. You don't see that often. But behind also the, behind the bar around not, here. No, not not around here as much. But he also uh, had one of the most broest like SoCal surfer answers to any yeah, question yeah bro like it's it's pretty great you know what i'm no, saying like no, check, no, yeah, it's, it's like, like that super like do like that it was like wearing a like, backwards ball like the dude with like and, the hookah shell necklace yeah, right, who like probably just it's finished, like for like hey dude so it's like this we, we noticed like hasn't this, showered in like three weeks like, yeah like he just untied his dreads like he like but but check it out so the part that i really liked about the cucumber sour is that it didn't really taste much like cucumber cucumber it tasted kind of like a watermelon it's almost like a watermelon sour and so jordan asked him Remember what he said? Watermelon rind. Well, he said, if you think about it, the worst part about the watermelon is really, like, the best part of the cucumber. Like, they actually Which, have... 
a lot of similarities. Yeah. So the sweetness of the cucumber that is such a like, like, so much on the background dull. of what you're actually tasting. It's a dull sweetness. Mm-hmm. Is actually what's coming out most in the beer. And so Which, when we say S3 cucumber sour, it might as well be S3 watermelon sour. Mm-hmm. Like it was, dude. It was it like just, watermelon it juice. It cracked me up how much this guy knew, and then still how much of like a surfer dude he was. Because you know, like speaking of sharing, are, are you saying surfers are stupid? Well, he had that that typical that stereotype, right? Speaking Where, of sharing, though, Miles, that's hilarious. Because I don't want to be accused of holding on to all of my beer. Ooh. I might have a beer that'll crack your top five hazy list. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. We didn't talk about the best hazy we've all ever had. I know. We're agree. coming back to that. Okay. But Chris isn't drinking anymore, and I only had one can. And it's All Haze Is Not Created Equal by Porchlight. That is a good one. I haven't had it oh. yet. Oh. It's a beer week release. So I'm going to finish this in a little bit. Let's do hazies. And my phone's at 10%, and then we'll start to wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. So, so there isn't a staple hazy. I don't no. really have a favorite hazy. I okay. do. I do too. You might. Go for it. Miles, is it we mango, mango, mango one-two punch, yeah, crooked lane? Okay, so that's my, pretty good. It's one of my favorite beers of all time. You know, I just, pretty Chris good. and I just had it like a month and a half ago, and I don't think that's like, I think that's a lame favorite. Mango one-two punch? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's too smooth. I haven't had it in quite mm. some time. I think it's too smooth. You know, it's really funny. I had it in August, and I thought it was amazing. And then I had it a couple months ago. I was like, ah, mm, okay, it's fine. Bad batch? Maybe, maybe right, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mine's a two-parter. Uh, my favorite d- hazy double was Thor's Helmet from Hoppus. Oh, Yours is probably Phantom Phantom Nebula with the mango, or that had the guava in it. It was a guava hazy. <sighs> That one was oh, good. the Hoppa's guava. Yeah, yeah. That, was that was good. New Glory Trek 7 had that guava hazy. One of them had a guava hazy. Trek 7 had a guava milkshake IPA. No, that one was good too, but one of them had like a guava hazy, I thought. Maybe I'm no. tripping. If there was a guava beer, Jordan does guava. So yeah. anytime guava comes out. Miles does guava. <laughs> right. Guava's You can be shit. like, guava stout, pour it. Let's try it. Like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like, All right. Guava toilet. I don't care. <laughs> Let's go. So, so best... Made the prison toilet? I want it. Best hazy IPA. You guys ready? Double dry hop soaked. Oh. That's my favorite. He's Oof. right. That is my favorite. That's a good one. I, I look at you. I'm like, you don't remember that fuck. beer. But that was an amazing beer that so just So right came out. now, because Chris and I did a New Year's Oof. podcast, and I was really bummed that I didn't make a list of all the beers that really left an impression on me. Right now, I have four beers on that list. Double dry hop soaked, I think, is the only hazy on that list. That is such a good beer. That might beat out Mega One Two Punch. It's you're right. I yeah. think it does. I and like. Oh, we're all New Glory so fanboys, so I just. Oh wanna, yeah. They're, but, they are probably the best craft brewery in our area. They make a lot of hazies. They are probably the and best craft brewery yeah. in our area. They are. I think all things considered, they are because well, they put you gotta out, take into account how much they do, what they actually, dis- how much they're actually able to distribute. The can releases they like they they are they do such good and and the quality isn't lost in the quantity they do so it, they are they really are the best now if you start talking about some of the better smaller breweries if they start if they're able to so I think as much, Track Seven's a better brewery but okay they just don't they don't do as many can releases mm-hmm. right so Chris and I were talking about this where New Glory's can releases range from like C minus to A where. Track 7's camera releases usually range from, like, B- to A. 
So the average Track yeah. 7 beer, pound for pound, is better than the New Glory beers that are coming out. But New Glory is putting out so much more, and we're going to New Glory so much more often. Well, and, and it's not it's not just that they're putting out so much more. It's just they're putting out a lot, and it's all good. It's not all fantastic, but yeah. it's all good. Yeah. And that's hard to do. Sure. And like so, like a basketball comparison to me it would be like Track Seven's Ray Allen. And New Glory, Stephen Curry. Who's the better shooter? You are going to piss a lot of people off with that. <laughs> right. Hey, hey, so, you just talk so much shit about Pliny the Elder tonight, and you're worried about pissing people off. So, <laughs> like, really? That's but here's really? why. And here's why. Pliny the Elder is trash. And, <laughs> so, Stephen Curry <sighs> is New Glory in the sense that Stephen Curry is doing all of this shit, all the shooting, He's... at such a high volume that no one's ever seen before, with comparable percentages. Where, like, that's why I feel like maybe Ray Allen... Pound for pound might be a better shooter, but he doesn't have, like, Curry overwhelms all of the argument with just sheer volume of, like, how he's yeah, doing it. But I think that says something, as it does with the breweries. Right, and that's and that's where, right. like, okay. that's my point, is I think you make a really interesting argument right. where... The, the volume says something. When you're able to produce that uh, much, we're talking both the breweries and the shooters here at this point, when you're able to produce that much, that consistently... It says something. So, but here's and here's but here's where I give Track Seven the edge. Beer Week, or Track, Allen. Track Seven <laughs> drops a peanut butter blonde. New Glory hasn't dropped anything like that. Uh, that's a that's a it's a power play. Track Seven drops a blueberry saison. Mm-hmm. Same cam release, by the way. That's the that was the Track Seven cam release. Wow. Peanut butter blonde, blueberry saison. Like, what do you? That's. Okay, this last cam release was a really dope hazy. I'd already spent too much money on beer, so I didn't buy it. It was a dope hazy, on par with the New Glory stuff, mm-hmm. and a margarita-infused kettle sour aged on oak at 10%. Yeah. The two crawlers I have in my fridge are a smash series where they're isolating the grain and not doing grain blends so people like me and Chris can taste the individual mm. components of grain. You know what smash stands for? Have you heard that term yet? Single malt, uh, single hop. Yeah, that's a new term. I didn't hear that until we went you and I line. went to Thin Line. Yeah, and that's, that's something that – so Jordan and I talked about Tropical Torpedo starting off this thing where we wanted to learn about hops. Track seven might have just given us. Yeah, that's our window to the malls. Yeah. All right, Ma, let me go grab that right. beer. And when you get back, I'm going to say something very controversial, also. Yeah. Oh, well, well. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Fucking married couple. Nope. Oh, we decided though that uh, apparently I'm Iron Man and Jordan's Captain America. Incorrect. What? Incorrect. Why is that incorrect? What's incorrect? You are not Captain America. No, if in the context of <laughs> the way Iron Man and Captain America argue. Oh, sure. All right. Okay. okay. No, as far go. as like That's I'm fine. Hey, like, hey, what if I just want to be Iron Man? Which, okay? by the way, this? spoilers. <laughs> end game spoilers. Quotes are up. And yeah. Like, yeah. Go oh, ahead. Are we really gonna do this to everyone? Man? Oh. End game spoilers. Oh. Pause it. Fucking pause it if you haven't seen it, cause. Oh, Miles okay. is gonna well, well, and then the, I the want to say something messed up. The Russo brothers have lifted their spoiler ban. Okay. So fuck it. Don't pause it. You deserve this. I just had a. I my baby's two weeks old and I've seen it. You have no fucking excuse. Can I get a tiny, tiny bit of that? Nope. You said I, you were done. I. <laughs> I drank my beer just specifically so I can have a tiny bit of that. That's so good. 
Yeah. It is so good. Go fuck I, yourself. I think this is Chris's favorite beer from Beer Week. It might be. I don't care. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't had it. All right. You haven't even tried I know, it yet. I just want you to be in agony. Oh, that's funny. Thank you, sir. You're so kind. That's all you're getting, so. You're so kind. Well, let's wrap up the podcast, because oh, I do, do want to no, talk I, about... I want to hear you drink this first and tell us about it. Okay, then, that's okay. So, I also so want to talk, talk about, about Endgame a little bit. So okay, okay let's wrap so up the let's, let's talk about this hazy. Don't drink it yet. Brewed with <laughs> Galaxy, Motuka, Mosaic, Amarillo Hops. Pause. Motuka? I don't even know. Okay. And a splash of lactose. Mm-hmm. Fruit forward with an exceptionally low bitterness. A hint of lactose gives this beer a round, borderline creamy aesthetic while staying dry and dangerously drinkable. 20 IBU. What do you think the ABV is? Hazy Double? Mm. It says Imperial Northeast IP. So yeah, double. Probably close to double, yeah. Nine? 9.1. Then IBU of 20. Wow. Porch Light Brewing. Cool spot to check out. Um, where are they at? Right near Sac State. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you know where like the FedEx Kinkos thing is right near Sac State? It's like across the way a little bit. Okay. Um, so we're going to taste this beer. Um, let Miles cream himself a little bit. And then we'll rank the cans. It's my favorite part of the yeah. podcast. One. Two. Cheers. 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 Drinkers, bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Oh my god. Oh fuck. <laughs> now, if I gave you a lifetime no, no. Hold on. No no, no no, shut up. <laughs> Ready? Ready? If I gave you a lifetime supply of this beer and you never ever got another blowjob. Beer. <laughs> Not even hesitating. <laughs> if I didn't have to burp, the beer would have came sooner. <laughs> no pun intended, right? Yeah. Uh, sorry, Katie, but I don't know what I need to say. Sorry, she's probably happy with that decision. She's like, yeah, I don't have to bloody anymore. Fucking a. <laughs> oh. All right. Pass over you, baby. the two to the cans. To the cans. So I pass me an Uba Dank and the Crooked Lane. There you go, sir. All right. So here's here's what we do. Here's the game. I want everyone to think of their order. These are the four cans. So we have Ceylon Silver Girl from Crooked Lane, Double Dry Hopped Ubedank, the Saturday Stroll to Saison from well, we all know Track 7. We all know Ceylon isn't moving anywhere. And Porch Light, All Haze is not created equal. So I don't like to influence people with my rankings first. So hold on. Well, Everyone think about their rankings. I already have mine. Go ahead. So give me from bottom... To top. I'm sorry, Crooked Lane. I'm one of my favorite brewers right now, but you're at the bottom. Four. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to put the Saison, number two. Well, sorry, number three. Okay. And then Ubedank, two. Porch Lights. All Haze is not created equal. Number one. Yep. That's the way Now, that is a very <laughs> close first and second, by the way. That Ubedank double dry hop was really fucking good. Yeah, now, okay, so the only ones that are close... Our first and second in your mind. 
The, the, okay, because I'm an IPA guy, so maybe that's not fair. No, but, as, cause you, that, you cause get... that, that blueberry saison was pretty damn good. I yeah, liked it a lot. It good. Surprisingly good. Yeah. Like... I liked it a lot. Uh, that, it didn't get was... nearly enough love on the beer enthusiast page when people were no. hating on it. Uh, well, they like Pliny, and that's just... Well, if you like Pliny, uh, you're not a beer enthusiast. I'm sorry, no. I'll say it. If you like Pliny... You're basic. You're not a beer enthusiast. You're you the fucking, PSLs of... You're a fucking yeah. pretender. And that's coming from me. It, who's probably the biggest pretender of the group. Um, but, <laughs> but if you like Pliny, uh, you're fucking dumb. So, okay. <laughs> so, we have Miles' rankings. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I get a, I get emotional. With Mine, what, do you, what do you got? Mine's the same, but I think the biggest gap is between Saturday Stroll and Crooked Lane. I think Crooked Lane was so far behind the pack. Yeah, I think you know? Crooked Lane's like sixth. Like if I had, yeah. like, like I'm going to vacate fourth and fifth just to prove my point. So <laughs> I, want, I wanted to bring this up because I think all three of us are in the same order yeah. here. But we have to look at the fact that uh, New Glory took their staple, their main production IPA, and they double dry hopped it. And that bumped it up to one of our favorite beers of Beer Week. That says something. That's that's a cool trick. I. Hmm. Oh. Tie. Oh. I'm gonna give it a tie. Wow, blueberry saison mm. and Ubedang double dry hop tie. But I do think this is why, like, I what Porsche Light is actually one of my favorite breweries. Okay. Mm. Um, I've been three times now. Every time... You just don't get to go to breweries like you guys do. Um, yeah, I'm like... Sell your children, Miles, and go to breweries. I'm like, once... Blonde- they are blonde hair, blue eyed. They would fetch a pretty... I'm usually about <laughs> once, once, maybe twice a month, and I just go pick up cans. Mm-hmm. It's just beer week, so we've been in a yeah. lot of breweries the oh, last week and a half. you saw oh. the picture. You saw the picture. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. beer week. It's the Catalina wine mixer. Uh, it's the no fucking Catalina wine mixer. Yeah. I... But this, the fact that this, like, all haze is not created equal is, like, I think beating the brakes off. I don't think it's close between Double Dry Hop New Glory and this beer, actually. I think this beer is, like, comfortably in first. The induction, or the introduction of the lactose. It, but it not too really, much. Like, yeah. it doesn't really take over. It does just enough to do exactly what you want it to do. Mm-hmm. And if someone, if I had to tell you, like, I feel like if I just poured this for you, you're like, man, this, how the fuck is this so smooth? Like you lactose. would, you you would have to be told it was the lactose. Yeah. Whereas like most of the beers that have lactose, you can taste it. You can taste it yeah. so much more prominently. You should have not told me it had lactose and see if I could have picked that out. That would have been interesting. Because uh. right now I can't. I can. I can tell you. I can see where it hits. Yeah, but it's so subtle in comparison to what most things but have I lactose. Because it's how, it, it, how mm-hmm. smooth it is. I'm. Yeah. I might have picked it out. Sure. But I think even even maybe you would have, maybe you wouldn't have. Most beers are like, God, the lactose. Like, because on yeah. stouts, on pastry stouts, Chris and I can be like, oh, fucking lactose, man. They're doing it but again. Like, so the milkshake IPAs, have, too. They have do you guys had um, uh, the Uninvited from Crooked Lane? No. To kind of give them a little redemption tonight. That, it's a black cherry milkshake IPA, is fucking tasty. Now, I can drink about eight ounces of it, and I'm fucking tapped. I can't do a pint. It's too much. But it mm. is fucking good. Can we say something to Crooked Lane that Jordan and I have actually talked about? I'm not sure if you've been in the conversation or not, but we don't like the beer, the Sail on Silver Girl, much. It's different. They experimented. They stepped out of their box. But that's also why we like Crooked Lane is because they do that sometimes. Right? So yeah. give some props. 
Yeah. You're not always going to have... Because we just did the same thing yeah. you're not on our last episode where we, like, fucking, like, railed on... I listened to the episode. Fucking railed on clam steak in this... It was Modern American, the IPA. Oh, And, uh... Yeah. Finally fucking remember the title. Uh, it just wasn't good. I just was so disappointed in them because everything they put out... Like, I'm a clam steak fanboy. Mm-hmm. Uh... That's the only well that and then the uh, no boil IPA are the only two beers we've ever had from them we haven't liked. Yeah, but you know, the no boil was a brand new so idea. Good. But that's why we like craft beers because of the experimentation, mm-hmm. thinking outside the box, right? Right. But I think okay, coming into if we hadn't tasted these beers and we didn't read the descriptions on the cans mm-hmm. yet, just going into just based off brewery recognition in the name. There's no way I would have told you that a porch light beer is going to be far and away. All right. I to be honest, like, and I might have even told you that Crooked Lane was the dark horse to to win this out. Right. It, mm. Just on brewery recognition, that's what I would have said too. What's really funny is he took me there for my birthday. He took me to Porch Light. I would have put Porch Light and in the back. They had kind of a meh can at a board that time when you and I went. They were yeah, the best been three times. So. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna first I'm gonna take a, sh- take a shot at somebody. They've been doing better lately. Mm. But for a good long period of time Out of bounds. They needed to step it the fuck up. Yeah, out of bounds. <laughs> out of bounds is just coming around, man. We're talking about that. They're, they're starting to step it up. No, they are. They are. Right now they're, they're fixing their shit, shit out. that I that I'm gonna complain about something that they've already started fixing. But for so long they were stagnant as fuck. Yeah. And the beers they had weren't good like there was nothing on on the board that i was like that i want that yeah. there was nothing mm-hmm. besides ultimatum but well, and that's why chris and i took, took out of bounds off the brewery list yeah. for a growler gang yeah. it was like stop bringing out of bounds because they have like fucking... six beers and they're mm-hmm. like yeah we've all had them and there's like one that's drinkable yeah and now they have definitely started to fix but it. they're still not on the list yet by no, the way they still no, haven't no. earned they, that they've started turning around they have they they, they the sours they've been doing it but they're not they it's still the same like you go to the rockland brewery it's still the same fucking board yeah. with like two three beers. it's like stop just fucking do something mm-hmm. they need to fucking pick it up well so that's a really great way to start to conclude this podcast is we spent the last you know hour and a half to two hours i think talking about but definitely bring back juice yeah <laughs> talking about staples and i think we'd all agree that of all of these staples, maybe a third to at most half are beers we actually like mm-hmm. of the staples we kind of talked about. Yeah. A third to about third to half, about thirty-three to fifty percent. And even Ooh. though we like them, Mike Miles was complaining that Pale Ale was in the Sierra Nevada seasonal pack. He's like, "Fuck! If I want a yeah. seasonal pack, I don't fucking want torpedo." If I wanted or Pale Ale, if I want mm-hmm. a Pale Ale, you know what I would have fought, but fucking bought, I would have fucking bought some Pale Ale. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, wouldn't have, like, bought the fucking sampler pack mm-hmm. to try pale ale, which everyone in the fucking world should have had by now. Yeah. But, <clears throat> so, do flagship beers matter? Yes. Yes. And mm-hmm. why? Well, you need to start somewhere. Not everybody's fucking craft beer fanboy. Okay. If you're going to start somebody in a good beer, you need to have those flagship beers from the breweries that can tiptoe them into the, into the genres. So, how do... I I I I totally understand your argument, and I I get it. Yeah, and I think that makes a lot of sense. Now, Claim Steak doesn't have a single staple. Well, not every brewery needs to have it. No. So where so where do we draw the line? I guess is my question. 
So, you don't. It, so, you don't draw the line. The person brewing the beer does. Do you want to? Mm-hmm. Do you want to have a flagship? Do you want to have a staple? Do you want to be that brewery, or do you want to be the brewery that the fanboys like? So how how does a brewery make it without staples? Because that's not what the craft scene's about anymore. Yeah. Like, dude, the craft then scene. The craft scene the, hates on staples. Then why are Besides breweries Pliny, still? Go fuck that. Then why are breweries still producing them all the time? Because again, there's those, there's some, there's people in the in between. There are there are people yeah. who have tiptoed into the uh, craft scene and didn't dive, delve full fucking headfirst into it. But they like the this, they like the, the they like the panic, they like you the don't have to raise your hand as a podcast. I'm, I'm raising my hand so so you podcast people in the listening area can hear. Um, I have an opinion that I want to push forward. That maybe sometimes these staples. Dude, this isn't Congress. Just say what the fuck you want to say. I'm, you just interrupted me. I was get, <laughs> literally going to say what I was going to say. Speaking of fighting so, like an old married couple. Um, I think maybe I would like to ask if we ever did a brewery interview like we're talking to, how expensive is it to make Ubadank versus any other beer that they make? Is it cheaper? Is that why they make it all the time so they can always have a good beer on the board that's cheap for them to make? You know, and some of these experimental stuff. I could see it being more expensive to always come out with something new, always come out with something experimental. So I would argue, from the business standpoint, that maybe it is easier for a brewery to have stuff on the board, staples, because they have the system refined and they have the, the budget or the, it's cheaper for them to make this all the time <clears throat> and the beer stills. They know they're selling it and it's cheap to make, so they always have it up there. Is that a... You're just going to enjoy it more than I am and I love you, so... Is that Does that make sense what I was mm-hmm. trying to say? That would be something that maybe we can ask about in our brewery spotlights. When we go to interview brewers and ask them about the business side, not just the brew making side. You know, I'd like that question answered. I mean, I don't even know that we'd ever would get that. It's it's just a cool it's a cool thing to think about with what I mean. The business mm-hmm. model is always going to drive uh, the selection and what people are doing, and to what end, I guess, is really the question. And the world may never know. Um, but yeah, yeah, business business is fluid. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a pun, Miles? Hmm? That was pretty funny. Business is fluid. It's Talking beer, beer. Which is, yeah. yeah. So on that note, guys, uh, we'll, we'll leave you with, with business is fluid. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> hope you enjoyed our talk about staples. Uh, Chris and I have a couple more episodes we're planning on recording the next couple weeks. And a couple episodes should be posted in the next couple weeks, too. So you'll be hearing yeah. a lot from us. Um, yeah, other than that, have a good night. Have a good night.